Hello and welcome to Awfully Bollocks, the podcast that will insist on having feelings about wrestling, whether or not AEW has fully restored the feeling or not. I'm MJ, also known as Rational Trash, and my co-host is Sarah, also known as Awfully Waffly. Hello! Hello. (laughs) (laughs) It's 2024! 2024, happy new year! Happy new year, and it's Tuesday, what the fuck? What are we doing? It is a Tuesday afternoon, it's highly irregular. Right, so we're going to do a pay-per-view podcast episode which means match by match breakdown because that's what we've started doing so yeah it's uh aew's world's end that's the pay-per-view that we are here to discuss today so that is the one from saturday december 30th 2023 the final pay-per-view of 2023 and we kick off with zero hour which once again was 90 minutes for fuck's sake yeah thing is i always fucking forget as well and i end up like at about 20 to 12 because it starts at like half 11 our time and it's like mm-hmm. 20 to 12 and i'm like oh fuck the fucking zero hours started early again because they still say zero hour because it's like the hour with the matches and they go oh it's zero yeah. hour starts at 12 and i always forget there's like half an hour of waffle and stuff before <laughs> to be fair it was mostly waffle and uh like promos and stuff that they're going to show later on yeah so yeah which although i do always try and tune in because i love rj and i love renee and i love stokely yeah. and quite often they get yeah. stokely on to talk some shit and um yes. so it's always worth tuning in for but i always forget that it starts at like half 11 it's just cheeky it's just cheeky to start so early i was running around making sausage rolls for snacks <laughs> <laughs> No volivants. I didn't make volivants. I just made some sausage rolls. Well, close enough. Yeah. Finger food. Nibbles. Nibbles. Um. <laughs> I also ended up drinking about, because I ended up getting up early that day because uh, there was other stuff going on. I ended up drinking like about two and a half cans of Monster as well. Oh my God. So I was just like, by the end of it. And then I had to get up because people were coming <laughs> for New Year. So I was just, yeah. I completely bollocks myself Oof. up with this one. Fucking hell. I, I, I would... I, no. Um, I basically logged out of my... Like, the the podcast account and my Awfully Waffly account on Twitter so that I would not look at Twitter until after... Understandable. ...and a chance to watch it. <laughs> and it took us, like, all day to watch it on the 31st as well because partly like we were trying to clean the flat and so we'd like watch a bit and do some cleaning and do some stuff ah. and, yeah. it was a bad it was a bad way to watch a pay-per-view i i don't think i'm a fan of a new year's pay-per-view no no well we what we ended up watching it on the night because i had friends coming over on new year's eve like in the sort of later on in the day so it was like, I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to watch it and I will get spoiled for everything if I don't yeah. watch it live. That's what so. I mean, yeah, it's bad. It's, I, I, don't think it's a, I don't think it's a sensible, mm. kind timing <laughs> for us. It's not for <laughs> us personally. Date only Khan. When, oh when, will you put World's End at a more convenient time? Can you, like, look, <laughs> Tony, <laughs> we're trying to support you. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta give us, you gotta cut us some slack. Give us a bit of leeway, Tony. Jesus, (laughs) come on, man. But uh, yes, once zero hour for real, real kicked off. We had Chris Statlander versus Willow Nightingale in a match that had been instigated by Stokely Hathaway, who had been dripping poison in their ears about how the other one said that she was the better person in the tag team. Yeah. He was talking mad shit. I'm not entirely sure what, like, what he was trying to 
do. Like he seems to be, he seems to be on Stat's side, which is yes. weird because she slapped his bald head. <laughs> so I mean, and she threatened to do it several times as well. Um, so yeah, I, d- I don't quite know what Stokes' game is here. Not sure, but it was very fun match. Um, yeah, there was a bit of miscommunication, I think, towards the end. Or they were both sort of having trouble because they both had trouble with like power moves a bit further yeah. into the match. Um, so I'm not entirely sure what happened there. But uh, other than that, yeah, it was a fun little match. I don't really have a lot to say about it because there wasn't like a lot of build or anything to it. There was just there was Stoke talking mad shit and then yeah. they had a match. Like you know they had a they had a go at kind of building it in the last. Um... A couple of episodes before mm. the pay per view, but uh, there wasn't really high emotional stakes here. Like, no, we knew no. they would be friends at the end. Yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> uh, I think I was a little bit surprised that Willow won. I don't know what, like, uh, you know, watching it, yeah. you're like, well, they're pretty equally matched, but still, like, you know, we waited so long for Stat to come back from injury. Yeah. And then she was the champion, and then they've taken that offer, and now she's losing. And yeah, hmm. I mean, that, but Willow has also. Um, it was kind of when she won that strong women's strong title from yep. uh, Mercedes, and it was like they didn't really capitalize on that, I don't think. So I think maybe it's just a case of they want to give Willow a push, and, and yeah. Stat was, fi- I, I, you know, I'm going to assume that Stat was more than fine with it. So I, I think I can kind of understand it, but it did seem a bit strange that like the the sort of former champion would lose, but. I don't think it's. I don't think it's really because I mean it was kind of a, a no consequences match on zero hour, so yeah. I don't. It doesn't harm <laughs> yeah. stat in any way, so it's, no. it's fine. And you know, it meant that we had three women's matches on this pay per view. We which did. We did. Is great. <laughs> which I mean, was an improvement on. Was it all out where we had one? I th- didn't. We only have one at. Uh, was it full at gear? full gear? I think we only had one at full gear. It was yeah, one of the I two. Mean, it goes some way to mollifying us, <laughs> I suppose. Slightly. Slightly. <laughs> Slightly. It was a good start when they put two two women's matches on collision. That was a good yeah, start. Yeah, come on. That. Come on. More, 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 more. More, more, more. We will not stop demanding more till we get it. <laughs> well, yeah. And then the, afterwards, there was a little uh, video package about Serena Deeb and how she's back or, or about to come back. Yeah. So, you know. That's that'll be maybe, good. Maybe I I haven't watched the scrum, but I believe that Tony talked about putting some more focus on the women's division. So yeah, fingers it's, crossed. Eh? It's looking up. It is looking up. And yeah. um, there was a couple of people on Twitter saying like it's it's thanks to Athena and Billy has has made yeah. Tony Khan see the light on uh, giving the women <laughs> more time. So I hope that's the case. I I but at yeah. the same time, I have thought this before. Like, yes. oh, maybe this is a turning point in the women's division. And then, and then I isn't. have been disappointed by the lack of turning point in the women's division. So, <laughs> but, you know, 2024 is young. It could be all good. It could be. It could be. Could I, be hope so. I, hope I hope so. I hope so. Especially, I mean, I'm thinking like once once they put pen to paper on the TV contract. Yes. It, it'll be like, well, you know, we've got the contract now. So let's, <laughs> yeah. let, let's be a bit wild with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are they going to do? <laughs> Although, I, then again, I'm fairly sure, like, TV networks and stuff 
can just shit, can you? Anyway, even if you have signed a new yeah, contract, almost but, certainly, yeah. Yeah. But, um, mm, mm, well, well as long see. as the ratings are good, that seems to be all they care about. So yeah, you know, let's fucking go more women's matches. Yeah, Thank you. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And then our second zero hour match was a TNT Championship Contenders Battle Royale. With, which they sort of just slipped this one in there, didn't they? It was like they it came did. out of nowhere. Like, oh, by the way, we're putting twenty guys in this match. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like at the end of Dynamite, I think, this week, because there was mm. no collision, was there? Well, there was collision like last Saturday, but yeah, there was no, there was no mention of it until Dynamite, and they were like, hey, by the way, we're having a twenty-man battle royal. But I really enjoyed it. I did because it was there were so many silly little guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is where you put all our silly little guys. Um, I don't have a list to hand of everyone who was in this match, but it was a lot of people. Um, a lot of people I really like as yeah. well. Like there was like Trent Sepentico. was there, uh, yeah. Sepentico was there. Um, was Angelico there? I I don't think so, but then we had the Dark Order, we had Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange, we had Dalton, Rocky, Dalton Castle, The Blade, The Butcher. Yay! uh, Fucking, yeah, Action Andretti and Darius Martin. um, Big Lance, Big Lance was in it. Big Lance, yeah. (laughs) Big up, Big Lance. Yeah, it was it was just it was full of fun people who I like. It was. I did get about halfway through and go, hang on, what happened to Lance Archer and Killswitch? Like, there's two really big lads in this match and I like, haven't seen either of them since it started. No, and they kind they, of like, lurked a bit, didn't they? Yeah, and they, then they like they were buried under the tables. <laughs> that was it. I remember now. Yeah, the pair of them. Everybody just ganged up on and buried yeah. them under tables. <laughs> I love shot where they just, shit like yeah, just cut to the tables of these two giant guys. Like, oh. <laughs> I think I'm sure that happened to Brian Cage one year. It's silly because then you just end up with the big guys. Well, I guess that's the point, isn't it? You don't put them in at the beginning or they just chuck everyone out. Well, yeah, because yeah. it's a kind of unrealistic to assume <laughs> that the two big lads aren't going to just yeet everybody out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeet everyone out. And Am I allowed really... to say that now? Is WWE copyrighted it now? Oh fucking hell! <laughs> we'll spell it differently. It's fine. Yeah. Y e a t or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was a good showing for my guys because yeah. Trent got the first elimination, unfortunately, by throwing Serpentico out. Ah, uh, uh, Trent, ooh. villain! You absolute <laughs> villain! How could you? No, Puss neck man. <laughs> and then Kip eliminated Dalton, also also naughty, uh, very naughty. <laughs> Although that is a feud I really want to see at some point. Yes. Oh Can God! You imagine yeah. how dramatic will that feud be if it ever? Ha- I would love that. Do that. Oh my God! Bring him in for the like. Bring Kip into the into the Johnny TV Dalton Castle feud. I'm I'm here for it. Do it. Yeah. Can, fuck it. Yeah. That. Do that. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's a lot easier now. Uh, with in terms of like booking people on Ring of Honor who are on AEW because they film at both Collision and Dynamite now, which yes. they they didn't do before. So um, yeah, yeah, do that please thank you very yeah, much yeah and you can bring people and you don't have to worry about anyone being uh sent home anyway um <laughs> uh on a more sober note uh kip also hit a dab in the middle of the match in tribute to uk indie wrestler mad kurt who we sadly lost 
on the 29th of December at the horrifyingly young age of 26. Oh, um, yeah. And Excalibur gave him a little shout out as well. So that was nice. That hear. was, yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, because I wasn't, I wasn't sure whether they would mention it. Yeah, I didn't have any expectation no, that they no, would. No, but they are very good about things like that. Like, if someone has passed in another company recently, you know, they will mention it because it it was like, like they've done it with um, sort of older veteran wrestlers who've passed away and things. Yeah. So, yeah, that was really nice. That was really nice. Yeah. It used to be that people in other companies didn't get acknowledged in WWE, but even they've started doing it now. Like um, mm. when Jay Briscoe passed away, like they actually mentioned it on WWE. So it's oh that's yeah, nice. yeah yeah it is it is nice that uh, like you know both companies have, like do things like that now. Yeah. yeah, I mean we're all human in this industry. exactly like, yeah, exactly. But yeah, to be honest, I think uh, I-, I didn't get into wrestling early enough to to know Kurt, but everyone that I follow in Britrass was tweeting yeah, about him yeah. and that kind of contributed a bit to the kind of slightly somber mood that I was taking into this paper yeah, anyway. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I mean, I mean it's it's always sad when someone passes away, but when they're twenty six years old, it's it's yeah. just unreal. Like so so sad. Yeah. But okay. yeah, all we can do is is send best wishes out to his, his friends and family and everything. It's yeah, yeah just way too young way too young way too young yeah lots of love to mm. everyone um yeah so get to, to get back into this very silly match uh so yes rocky romero got eliminated by lance archer and then trent and danhausen teamed up to throw lance out and then my spoilers my biggest pop ah! of the night was... i knew it i knew it. i was like I... oh sarah's gonna fucking love this i literally so <laughs> So as as is kind of the norm in our household, whenever there's a wrestling pay-per-view, we sit on the sofa and our cat comes and sits in between me and my partner. And it's my cat that isn't the cuddly one. And she doesn't normally like to spend time with us. But we when we settle down for a pay-per-view, she will come and sit for some reason. Don't know why. But yeah, I like... She likes the graps, <laughs> like, obviously. Jumped and cheered so much for this <laughs> happening that she got up and laughed. I was like, oh, sorry. But yes, uh, after, after Trent and Danhausen teamed up to throw out Lance Archer, they had a hug and then Trent just yeeted Danhausen out of the ring. <laughs> And did a little like cheeky like shrug. Like, eh, what can you do? But <laughs> it made me laugh so much. It's so it's good. A, it's a battle royal. Every man for himself. It's a battle royal. You know, get him out of there before he curses you. That was solid, solid Hell idea yeah. from Trent. Go on, Trent. Uh, and 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 Trent got down to like the last two in the match again. He like, does quite often does really well. And when are they gonna let him win? That's the question. Hopefully sometime soon i really hope so because yeah. you know it's so. trent is so good he's a brilliant wrestler he is so it's, good he's so much fun and he's his yeah. fucking flying knees get me every time i'm yeah. just like oh beautiful i love a man who can throw <laughs> a knee you know so <laughs> <laughs> yes uh but yeah looking at what the point of this match was uh which was to 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 win the number one contenders spot for the tnt championship it was perhaps a little predictable that Killswitch ultimately won but um but good for him good for him well good for him temporarily for about two temporarily, hours temporarily yeah um <laughs> more later <laughs> 
I thought it was quite good because of the whole sort of the tension between Christian and uh, Killswitch. I am going to call him Luchasaurus at some point. I know I am. Yeah, same. He, <laughs> with that tension being there, it was kind of... I don't think it gave away... Well, I, I don't think anything could have given away the ending of that no. match, but... No, no. Because it was fucking <laughs> wild. Um, but it's it was good because it didn't give it away. It was like, oh, well, you know, if Christian wins, Kill Switch could cash yeah. in on Christian. If Edge wins, then that set up his first feud with the title. So it could, yeah. it could go either way. So I was kind of fine with it. I mean, it... It made it predictable in hindsight. In a, yes, although but also yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because um because yeah, my partner was like, oh well, that I feel like that's ruined the end of Edge Christian then, and 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 then obviously was surprised mm. and delighted by what actually happened. Yeah, it yeah. it was okay. Yeah, it, it's like because I thought oh maybe that's gonna make the match predictable, but then I was like, but it could go because of those to- storyline kind of tensions there. Yeah. Yeah, I like I I was all for it in the end. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it it was smart. But um, yes, let's not get to spoilers. Into that. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I was happy. I was I was just happy to see have a good showing from my guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's kind of. I mean, it was kind of funny. I mean, because when I first heard Battle Royal, and I was like, well, surely Hangman will be in that. But then they said, oh, it's for the TNT title, and I thought, oh, maybe not then. Maybe mm. possibly not. Because I couldn't yeah. see them doing like Hangman goes after the TNT just at the if, just at the minute anyway. Like no, but he sh- but he could ultimately be the guy. Uh, I don't right. I don't want to think. I don't want to think about it right now. But are we fantasy booking? Are we fantasy booking things again? <laughs> <laughs> fantasy booking things and also spoiling conversation for later in the in the episode but yeah uh i would like to see hangman go after that belt yeah, actually that would be um, fun but yes someone's someone's got to bring him down someone's got to bring the patriarch yeah. down yes exactly. <laughs> fuck the patriarch exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um yes and then there was the third and final match of zero hour which was a ftw championship match which was Hook versus Wheeler Utah. Um, they didn't elaborate, I don't think, on what FTW rules are. Is it just like is it? A it's no just DQ no thing? DQ. Yeah, it's it's a hardcore match basically. That's not special. It's, rules. it's not special rules. <laughs> it's just you are allowed to hit each other with hitty things, like a big stick. <laughs> <laughs> and they sure they did. did. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, because they you found a bit of wood. And um, <laughs> I just remember that vividly because we, like, me and me other half were sat watching it. We both went, bit of wood! Um, <laughs> oh, dear, Because yeah. we're weirdos and shout that whenever somebody comes out with a bit of wood. Um, and then I shouted bit of wood for Hook, but it wasn't a bit of wood. It was a hockey stick. It yeah, was a special bit it... of wood. <laughs> It very soon was just a it bit was. of wood because he like, immediately broke it. Whoops. He did, yeah. He oh, did. I think that broke slightly before it was supposed to. Yeah. Bless him. They figured it out. They figured it out. It was fine. And there was like a, some fun stuff with like the bin lid. and With the special FTW bin lid. Who who was, yeah. who was there like spray painting that? I want to know. Like, was it Hook? Who can Because he's, he's a young ruffian <laughs> from the streets. Um, 
why would why would you why would you spray paint on a bin? I don't know. I it's don't for know. a laugh, isn't it? The youth of today <laughs> spraying bin lids for a laugh. That's what they have to do for fun. Oh, There's dear. no youth clubs these days. This is the problem. <laughs> They're out there spray painting bin lids. There's no, apparently not any walls left either. All no. they have is bins. Only just bins. bins. Just bins. Uh, surprising <laughs> amount of biting in this match. Lots of biting. I do love a biting. Like a bit. I do love a biting. In, in matches, <laughs> in matches, I appreciate a biting. I think it's it's Moxley's fault because it just pops it is, me yeah. every time it happens now. Like, <laughs> the, the thing about this match, though, is I, I didn't buy that Yuta would tap. No, well, given the man, he's the man who Mox had to tap for him because he was being choked by three men in a chain. Right? Doesn't quite seem realistic that he would <sighs> no. tap with a, a bit of hockey stick around his neck. No. But I, I see your point, but also I see why it happened, if that makes sense. Like, because they weren't going to have Hook lose the... Uh, no, the FTW belt, and they were. I mean, because it wasn't, it wasn't for the pure title anyway, was it? No, no, that's true. I did think they were gonna do at one point that they, they were gonna actually have like a pure rules match, and I, I think that would have been really fun. I thought that when Hook Hook showed up on Ring of Honor to yeah. challenge him, but yeah, no, not yet. I mean, maybe, 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 maybe it might be a future, a future thing. Maybe they're saving it for a, a Ring of Honor pay per view, possibly. Yeah. Which is I would, fair I enough. Would be okay with that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because um, I think, that, to be fair, because of his style, I think Hook could do really well in a pure rules match. Yeah, and I just love a pure rules match. So same, yeah, bring same. <laughs> I don't know what it is about pure rules matches. I always really enjoy them because um, people have got to be kind of smart, yeah, and cunning. Like that's why Utah's so good as a pure champ because. He makes people, like, use their rope breaks. Yeah, he's a sneaky little shit, yes. Yeah, and, like, like sort of pulls them into breaking the rules and potentially getting disqualified as well, and it's, yeah. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, good shit. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that, that, that was Zero Hour, and I think that was a really strong Zero Hour for... It was. Maybe not such a strong pay-per-view. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. World's end. Uh, every time I've written this in the lead up to this, I've put an apostrophe as in that I thought that the title was, you know, the end of the world. But they don't style it like that. No. So I guess it is world's plural end not the end of the world. Ah, ah. Slightly different, but yes. Yes. Um, that was my own fault. Uh, I have no one to blame but me for my uh, misuse of... of I can't even remember how I've been spelling it, so... <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> but it's, the way they've done it does actually make more sense, I think. Yeah, I think so. Given given that what happened on the pay-per-view, which we'll yeah. get obviously get into shortly. We but... will. Right, let's... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's do it. So... First match of World's End <laughs> proper was a all-star eight-man tag match, uh, which is essentially everybody from the Continental Classic except the two winners. Yes. And Andrade wasn't in it either. Oh, yeah. Because he already had a match. And Swerve. Andrade, it was everyone minus Andrade and Swerve. Yes. Sorry. Everyone, everyone who didn't already have a match elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> basically. basically. <laughs> 
everyone who wasn't already doing something else uh, was in this match. So we had Claudio, Brian, Mark Briscoe and Daniel Garcia on one side uh, versus Brody King, Jay White, Jay Lethal and Roosh. So I guess I, I thought for some reason I thought they were going to split it like blue versus gold, but they split it more conventionally. Yeah, like yeah. Heels, heels faces. versus faces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of course they did. It's wrestling. What yes, was I thinking? Of course. <laughs> that would have been an interesting match though. Like that I think if they had a split it down those lines, it would have been it would have well, been. Well I was kind thinking because it's like, you know, because you've been in different leagues, you haven't had a chance to fight each other. That's how I was imagining. Yeah, no, it was that that out. makes sense. That does make sense. But no, because it's wrestling. <laughs> and we've got to have good guys and bad wrestling. guys. Yes. I, see, right, I I really enjoyed this match. I thought okay. it was super, super fun. I would have put it later in the card, but that's with hindsight. Yeah. But yeah, I I thought it was fun. I don't know. It was just one of them. It was kind of because it was a bit of a nothing match because there was no real stakes. It was just like a showcase of of all the lads that had been in the the Continental Classic. So it was like there were lots lots of really fun spots in there. Um, There was that one bit at the end where everybody got their shit in. And I, that was fun as well. Like everyone sort of hitting their, their big moves um, at the end. But yeah, it's, it was, it was a fun match and it was a, it, I had a good time with it. Um, like I say, I just think the rest of the card would benef- have benefited from it being a bit later on. And we put some other things earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I question the running order of this show. Well, <laughs> as a confirmed Continental Classic hater, uh, I was just kind of like, oh, we really have to start with this. Like, because I get, yeah, you're showing, you're showcasing these guys, but like, I feel like these guys have been showcased every fucking week. <laughs> they, every they episode. Have they have been. See, oh my God. I've, I'm on the other side of the fence with this one because I really fucking enjoyed the, the Continental yeah. Classic. So I thought it was it was all fine and it was fun and I was like kind of happy to see everybody. But it was, I, I get where you come from. This is the thing. If, this, if the Continental Classic hasn't been your thing, then there's been a lot of it for the past like month. So, so I I can understand I if you're tired of the Continental Classic, then it's it's sort of like you'd be a bit like, oh Christ, more of this. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what happened basically is that this match being at the beginning of the card kind of put me in the mindset that I used to be in when my partner was watching wrestling and I wasn't into it. Oh no. And I think it's because like when he started watching wrestling, I thought it was sport and I'm not interested in sport. Mm. I like drama and pantomime and mm. comedy and chaos. Uh, so like, obviously once I watched a bit more wrestling and realized there was more to it than just a, a sport, then yeah. I got into it. But this kind of just rocketed me back to that where I was just like, it's happening, but I feel nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I think that's the thing. I think people who aren't into the Continental Classic or haven't been into it are going to feel like that about it. And whereas the people who do love the Continental Classic are going to be well into it. So it's like, but yeah, I can also see it from the point of view. It's like these guys have had so much time in the past couple of, well, in the past month. And it's like, there's been no time for other people. Yeah, it's like they've had their time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Run along. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, we'll probably get 
into this as it goes on, but there was yeah. there was some really notable missing people. Oh God, wasn't from there? this yeah. card. So it, it's yeah, from that perspective, I can totally understand it. But yeah. I because I've enjoyed the C two, I've been like, yeah. I mean, I I kind of into this match because it was just like every I because th- I like everybody in the tournament kind of thing. But if you are more into the sort of entertainment e side of it, then yeah. it ha- it has taken up a lot of space that would maybe go on more sort of fun silly things. I think the balance was slightly off maybe yes i would definitely say the balance is off or i would say maybe if the silly things that there were up like happening on the show if the silly things had been better slightly would have been it may be different but i think that they really have taken to heart the criticisms that people have had of that and gone right no more silly bollocks like there's basically there's no comedy match in this pay-per-view there's there's just like there's just a real dearth of fun and Mm. and like i say like i can't tell how much of that that was that i was already in a weird sad mood because of various other things or what but like it really i really struggled to get into this whole show um yeah and this match i mean i was happy that daniel garcia won because i like him but other than that eh. ah daddy ah daddy i love seeing daddy get a win what guy? Yes, I do, and I and I love I love having Daddy Magic on commentary. So he's so good. There, there has to be some scope for him at some point to be on on commentary more often because he's just so fun. We need him back. He's hilarious. But I think I will defer to you on a heart rating for this because I shut down a little bit. <laughs> um. Well, for me, I would say it was. Three and a half. I will give it three and a half. It was a fun little match. But again, like I say, I can I can totally see why you have the feelings about it that you do. Um, yeah. But this is probably in the early part of this card. This is like the one match that I really did enjoy. Honestly, the struggle bus was here. And I was <laughs> Fucking hell. Like... Honk, honk. Oh, well, the struggle bus. <laughs> <laughs> Next stop on the struggle bars is fucking Miro versus Andrade. Oh, oh God! Man. I when I saw this on the card, I was like, "Well, that's the cup of tea break." Yeah, I I think I took a break when this was on as well. I was like, because I was like, I went off to do so. I think I went to put the kettle on, uh, and the other half was like, "Do you want me to pause it?" And I was like, "No, it's fine. I don't really care." <laughs> no. <laughs> Very much not. Yeah. Because um, my partner was kind of like, oh, well, I, I guess uh, CJ Perry won't be there because she's in hospital with a monkey finger. But she was she there. She was there, dressed uh, like Catwoman <laughs> with a monkey finger. Fabulous. <laughs> Catwoman, monkey <laughs> I know. Like, literally, I was just going to steal his joke. But yeah, my partner was just like, what are they going to... It's like hot and necrotic wife. I don't <laughs> think that's very, very appealing. Um. I'm sorry, oh, CJ dear. Perry, I hope you're better, but really, some of those pictures were not necessary. Oh, Why did oh, you do that to us? Oh, fucking hell. Like, yeah, that was... I totally got jump-scared by a gaping finger Literally, wound at some so point the other week. If you're lucky enough not to have seen this, I think she had, like, a splinter or something, and then it got horribly infected, and she had did to have she surgery. Did she say she got a MRSA infection, which is yeah. horrific? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it was like y- 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 like a zombie finger, like 
just yeah, yeah. it looked fucking horrendous and she like she just kept posting pictures and she posted a video of herself throwing up on instagram and it was just like i mean oversharing a little bit but a li- little bit <laughs> come on like i don't know i think you know i don't want to sound like a prude but <laughs> some things don't need to go on the internet jesus christ yeah not not you throwing up maybe not your necrotic no. hand oh, no ah. oh bless her out bless her out it did look absolutely horrific yeah I, so it's yeah. like yeah impressive that she managed to get to work absolutely with it. Like, so I'm, I'm happy for her that she was yes. back but I, I, th- I think we keep not talking about this storyline and sometimes i've put it on the agenda and we've just not bothered but like what the fuck is this storyline about what the fuck I, is the i point feel of like it? i feel like we've been we've been dragged into Miro and and CJ's kink without yeah. our permission. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because there's nothing. This, it's like, are we just what? What are we doing? Like, she's doing some like retro valet shit while they're playing out some kind of fucking first wave feminism stuff about whether women should have jobs. I don't understand it at all. I well, and earlier on, it's sort of it. Because it, because she kept smirking whenever mm. she fed somebody to Miro, yeah. And I was like, well, this is gonna reach an inevitable conclusion at some point, yeah. Um, and then, and then they, it kind of all got a bit muddied with Miro going, when my wife, I have a wife, she must kill the bear. No, I kill the bear and she skins the bear. Yeah, all like, that shit. Yeah, all that. And I was like, what, what is going on now? Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. I, I don't understand. It's, it's all a bit weird. Yeah. Um. But, I, I mean, obviously, as we found out later on, Andrade is off, which is like, well, yeah, that was time that AEW wasted that could have gone on somebody else. Yeah. Because, like, the, the, my guy's been, he's trying, been trying to get fired ever since he hit Sammy in the face. So, like, why, why give him the time? Like, if you know he's just going to fuck off as soon as his contract's up, like, what's the point? Yeah. Like, it's time that could have been taken up by somebody else. Like he's he's fun in the ring, but I don't I don't particularly find him that interesting. It's not that interesting, yeah, no. You know, as soon as like Roosh came into the LFI, it kind of felt a bit like because Andrade was off with like he was suspended and then he had an injury, it did kind of feel like at that point like that Andrade was kind of surplus to requirements anyway, because like <laughs> Roosh came in and did Andrade's job so much better than Roosh did. And I, I would argue that he's better in the ring as well, but, you know, maybe that's just me. Just, uh, like, yeah, he's gone, and I'm sure there are going to be some WWE people who are happy and think that this is another, like, one in the eye for AEW, but honestly, like... I'm not that fussed. Not that fussed. Don't really care. I enjoyed his I enjoyed his uh, match that he had on GCW a couple of weeks ago, but other than that, um, whatever. That's the thing. He's fine. In I mean, he's fine. That I, that's that's all I can say. Really, he's good. He's good <laughs> in the ring, but he was obviously a WWE guy who was just there because WWE got rid of him, not because he wanted to be there. And I think that's the thing now at this point. If people don't want to be there, then they should go. They should be allowed to go. If you if if you're that bothered, if you really really want to, if you think, oh well, I'll be treated better by Triple H, then fucking go. I don't even get it. It's like if WWE let you go, like why do you still have this weird loyalty to them? Because I think some of them, 
naming no names, uh, have gotten into their heads that they should be booked a certain way just purely on the basis that they've been at WWE. (sighs) And it's like, no, that's no. Put the fucking work in like everybody else has to. But like, I always feel like the opposite is true. Like if because if you if if you are someone who has come into AEW because you were doing the indie circuit and you were so good and exciting that people wanted to see you on a bigger stage. Yeah. That should mean that you are a higher status than someone that WWE has let go because you're not that exciting. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> why do you, like, uh, make it make sense. It I, ju- make sense I just, me. I think, I mean, may- maybe it's a case of um, several times burnt, several times shy. Yeah, fucking, at some point, get your, like, <laughs> yeah, get your, get your fingers burnt, Tony, and, like, realise that you should stop sticking your hand in the fire. Yeah, basically, basically. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's very much a case of like there's some people who come in with an ego uh and i don't think it's everybody that comes from wwe it's not that no. it's, it's a mindset issue is that well like someone comes in like danielson mm-hmm. who is clearly quite clearly well liked clearly quite down to earth clearly wants to do stuff to make AEW better like a like i've said in the past AEW works better when it's a collective effort when it's everybody pushing for the same sort of goal as opposed to one person or two people wanting to get themselves over and dominate the conversation or dominate the shows. So it's it's an attitude issue, I think. Like, are you coming in for the betterment of everybody or are you just coming in for the betterment of yourself? And I think it's very easy to see who is on what in what section. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are you here to make wrestling better or are you here to make yourself look like a big lad? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's yeah. it's just, it, like I say, it's an attitude thing. And, and, you know, it's people coming in thinking, well, I've been at the bigger company, so therefore I should be main eventing everything. But like this, that attitude wouldn't even fly at like at GCW. Like, no. go and go and tell that to Matt Cardona's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to go in there and just start big leaguing people. They tell you to fuck, fuck off, off, and quite rightly. So I think maybe Tony Khan needs to do the same thing. There's certain people who just need to be told to fuck off. Yeah. I'm giving this match a fuck off out of five. Yeah, fuck Just off. Fuck off. <laughs> Done with it. Like, I, I don't need. I don't need to see it. Like any of these people. Sorry. No. 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 I was about to say. I was about to sing the rude version of um, "Old Lang Syne" that we sometimes sing because it's funny at home i don't believe i'm familiar <laughs> it's 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 literally just going fuck off you can fuck <laughs> off you can <laughs> amazing yeah that's where we are with that yeah uh, over it um but something that i kind of noticed at this point about the production was i couldn't hear a lot of what people at ringside were saying or even a lot of times the wrestlers in the ring when like usually if they there's definitely some people that you can hear a lot more clearly than others but, yeah but they do talk in a way that like shows that they're expecting that you can hear them <laughs> and yeah i couldn't i could like everything cj was yelling in this match i basically couldn't hear i didn't have a clue no, no. the only things that i could catch uh, in i think pretty much the whole show was anytime somebody was talking and the camera was directly on them and i could lip read like the rest mm. of the time 
I don't know what was going on with the microphones or, um, or whether it was like a volume thing with the crowd or what, but like, yeah, I was really struggling to hear what people were saying. And I think that was a big part of like not having that much fun with it. Cause I was just like, yeah. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're doing. I think, yeah, I think maybe that's something they want to look at. Cause obviously they've, they've changed the production staff around a mm. little bit. And it's, yeah, there's maybe some things that were changed that didn't need changing. Yeah, but sometimes it's just like different venues or... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of times when they're in Canada, you can see a difference in the production. And I don't know whether it's like they use local crews for some things. Yeah, I do But there's definitely some stuff that is visibly different depending on and i think it might have just been one of those things but like but it also is something you probably should have checked uh yeah on a fucking big pay-per-view like yeah it was the crowd uh, the thing is though i don't know if the crowd was a bit weird the vibes were weird weird vibes but again that could just be a microphone thing like if it's or, or a mixing thing or mm. i don't know i don't know something was off technically and it was just like <laughs> like lots of little things were off yeah. enough that it was just throwing me off the whole thing um yeah which is a shame although on the upside i do um they've changed the camera work and the and that side of it has improved i think okay like, yeah like the, the stuff that we were complaining about like yeah. as far back as like blood and guts, blood and like, guts. Mm. <sighs> yes i haven't noticed them completely missing uh a key moment for a while so that's for seems a like long an time yeah that that's a that's a good thing but like yeah, mic up the crowd properly, mic up the people at ringside properly yeah. is is probably the move. Like, I think maybe they've changed something there that didn't really need change. It's just giving me, yeah, where you're like, could I just get some basic production values mm. in here, please? <laughs> ah. This is always the way, though, isn't it? One thing improves and then something else yeah, sort of goes yeah. a bit wrong. So it's like, yeah. Need need to figure that out. Need to figure out yeah, the sound. It would really help. It would really help. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, because a lot of this, what they were framing it uh, and framing it in commentary as a match between CJ's heart and her mind, and I was yeah. just like, well, in that case, I need to be able to fucking hear what she's saying. Like, yeah. I need to know what she's thinking. If that's how you're telling me the story, uh, yeah, I, I can't hear it. I'm not there. I don't get it. No, well, that it doesn't work, does it? If you're telling a story and one big part of the story is on mute. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, it's like if you you like watching a film and you mute when one of the main characters says something, like, what's uh, the point of that? Almost like if you're watching a film and you deliberately make the sound mix such that the background noise is louder than the dialogue, Christopher Nolan. Anyway, uh, <laughs> God almighty. Yeah, let's not go down that whole beer all day. Um, So our second women's match of the night was up next, which was a AEW Women's World Championship match between Timeless Tony Storm and Riho. Uh, this was fun. It was fun. I had a lot of fun <laughs> with this match. I just, it's, Tony is so fucking silly. I yes, love her yes, so much. Yes. This was the closest thing we had to like a comedy match, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was, but it was still a good match. That's the thing. It was like, because yeah. Riho's really good Tony's really good. It was a good match. Loved um, Tony's kind of uh, retro gear. Yeah. Um, and then it just made me think that there's an indie wrestler uh, called Kitty Thunders. And she's been on, I think she was on Dark. I think that was where we saw her the first time. And she does a proper like old school wrestler from like the 40s or 50s. Like Ooh. with a slight, slightly baggy like uh singlet and like 
like the way she holds herself and everything she is like one of those sort of early women's wrestlers from back in the day and i was like her versus tony would be be such a fun match like i I don't know. Obviously, I, I doubt anybody of any note is listening to this podcast. But <laughs> please, please book me a match with Kitty Thunders versus Tony Storm because it'd be it'd be beautiful. It'd be such a funny match. Like, yeah, book that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Like, even if it was like a like a proving ground match or an eliminator or whatever. Like, <laughs> just, whichever the AEW one is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it it just I think that would be a, a brilliant match. Uh, I believe she's on Twitter at Kitty Thunders, but yeah, brilliant. She's she's really good. So I think I would like to see that match. But yeah, on to the match we actually saw. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apart from me fantasy booking things that probably not going to happen. Um. Yeah, it was super fun. And just Luther is really funny. Yeah. Um, I, you know, um, Riho's great. I I didn't go into the match thinking she was ever going to win this. No. You know, it was like they were building up. Oh, well, she's the former women's champion. She could take this one. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably not. I mean, it seems a bit early. Like, when did Tony win it? Like, full gear? Mm, um yes maybe and it's just it but it's like it, it's another one of those things like it's probably only that if you are sort of you kind of know how wrestling tends to be like mm. it's not often unless you're shida unfortunately that uh yeah. you'll win the title and get it taken off you God. within a month poor shida yeah 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 who was i i believe at the great show in japan uh with colt cabana and cutler uh like the day before i believe so like i i well i mean i'm trying to think where they would have put her on this card anyway but um yeah but yeah she wasn't around to be on the show regardless but um yeah it it was a fun little match i had fun with it tony's gimmick is still amusing the shit out of me because it just (laughs) gets more and more unhinged it's delightful and i really enjoyed that the promo video package thing that they had before the match as well there was lots of really fun stuff in that yes yes there was it was yeah i i had a good time she she's just did you see the press conference after the show no i haven't oh man it's worth just watching the tony like tony's bit oh and danny garcia as well danny garcia was just an absolute sweetheart in that in that little press conference thing so yeah it it was it was worth watch just for those bits but yeah it's we had mariah come in and scatter rose petals for her to roll around (laughs) in after the match she was also in the press conference you've got to watch it it was very very funny Yeah, and I just I I just think we need to let Tony be champion for a bit longer so we can do yeah. the Mariah May, May thing. Like we haven't even had her her debut match yet, so no, no. If we're gonna do this all about Mariah thing, this needs to go on longer. Yeah, it does, it does, and that was another reason why I thought, oh yeah, they they Riho's definitely not winning this, but it was still a good show in from her, it was a good show in from Tony, and I had fun with it. So and that's yeah. all you can you ask for, really. That is all you can ask for. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon? Like three and a half? Yeah, I think three and a half for that one. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. back to normal numbers and not just fuck off. <laughs> uh, it's, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> and then, it is what it is. 
they gave us a tiny little Orange Cassidy break because he didn't have an actual match on the card, no. which is always a problem. <laughs> See, this is the thing. This is what I'm saying about there were there were glaring holes in this pay per view where people should have maybe been on it more or at all uh, and weren't. So um, obviously, you know, Kenny's poorly sick. Um, yeah. So, uh, and he's still rested up at home. But, yeah, there was a whole other bit of Kenny's faction that were missing from this yeah. pay-per-view. And I really felt it. It it felt like yeah. back when Hangman was concussed and the Elite was suspended. The rest oh, of the Elite was suspended. Such a terrible time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like the, the... I know Tony's been talking about doing experiments with this more sports-based presentation thing but i i think there needs to be a balance though because there's a risk then of alienating everybody else who likes the more entertaining stuff (laughs) i think the thing is you just need to make the entertainment the fun stuff actually fun actually fun like that's that's all you need to do because the main complaint really is that when the main thing is like people complain about certain elements of of like sort of the sports entertainment side of it it was that just it wasn't very good but we mm. do know that they can do that kind of stuff very very well it was just that these bits just weren't hitting yeah at all I just i just think orange Cassidy is the greatest wrestler in the world and he does comedy stuff and good wrestling. Yeah, yeah. He's a perfect match. mixture of the two. Yeah, and like, that's what I want. And yeah. if you're going to take away either side of that, you're either going to give me bad wrestling or bad <laughs> storytelling. I don't want that, no. <laughs> strangely enough. Yeah, funnily enough. <laughs> I'd like a rather not. where both things are good. That would be, yeah. be the Ideally, dream. Ideally, yeah. That would be the dream. Mm. Yeah, so let's try not to learn the wrong lessons. But yeah, they did at least have to have to show me Orange Kesty to remind yeah. me that I have a reason to live. Uh, and he's... <laughs> 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 and he's, not that we're uh, dramatic or anything. Not dramatic at all. Uh, he's got a match with Dante on tomorrow. Wednesday. Hey. Yeah, yeah, because I completely forgotten what day it is. Yes, it's tomorrow. <laughs> I'm still in like crimbo limbo where it's yeah. like, I don't know what day it is. I don't know who I am. I don't know what my name is anymore. Like <laughs> fucking Christmas. <laughs> down with uh, Christmas. We don't down know with Christmas. It just makes me forget what day I'm on. Absolutely. It's fine. It's Christmas is done and then we're not going to have a pay-per-view for a bit. So we'll actually know what day it is yeah we, we can get back on track in the meantime between now and march we'll be fine yeah. and then it can all go out the window again um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes um yeah so then we were supposed to have a match between swerve and keith lee former tag partners who have beef but unfortunately keith lee is injured and wasn't cleared to yeah. wrestle so he sent dustin rhodes in his stead and good old <sighs> dustin he's yeah, he's uh good for him He's well. The thing is, he is the kind of guy that you can draft in at the last minute for for stuff like that because he's you know he's a vet and he's like yeah. he can just go into it. I think it was good that they that it was Dustin and not somebody who's a bit less experienced. Yeah. Because uh, this was obviously very last minute, and I, to be fair, I enjoyed 
the way they did the setup for it. I think it was an interesting story that they told with the with the sort of notice that they had to yeah. do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because up until about, I think it was about tea time, our time, so about like five hours before the show, Keith was still saying, I'm trying to, I'm injured, but I'm, I'm still going to try and do this match. So it was like, they had like a few hours notice to put this match together. Um, and I think in the time that they had to do it, I, I think the, the story that was told in the match was good. Yeah, yeah. Myself. I just think it could have it could have been a bit shorter. It could definitely have been a little bit shorter. Yeah, I think they did. They spent a bit too long on the like uh, Dustin getting help to the back. Yeah. Um, and then it, but then when he was in the ring, it just it did just feel like a mugging. Um, yeah. but he did get a couple of like cool spots in. But he did, for the most part, just get the shit beaten out of him by Swerve. Yeah, he did. But this is another thing where I felt like the lack of proper microphone uh, function was a problem. Because like, even when Swerve was talking directly to the camera, I was kind of struggling to understand what he was saying. Like, Yeah, he, yeah. And they, they did it. They showed it more than once with him just repeating that thing about like... I've had enough of having my time wasted. I'm not going to have my time wasted anymore. Stuff. Yeah, and and like m- miming for the, for miming the for the belt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is which is cool because when Swerve does it, I'm like, yeah, cool, yes. get it, Swerve. Not the way yeah. some, somebody else did it, and I was like, oh, not this. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> but yeah. Um, like that's that's setting up a future feud that I will be very much here for, but. This again, like you, like you say, extenuating circumstances, and I totally understand the challenges they were up against. Yeah, but it was another one where I was just a bit like, "Oh, I'm still not that engaged." Like it's fine. No, um, no. But I... it's another one where like, <laughs> I just want to feel. I just want yeah more feelings, and I'm not more getting feelings. Very many here. Yeah, no, and that was the thing. It was. It is hard to get invested sometimes, but I think when. In the circumstances that there was, I think they did very well in the circumstances, I will say yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know how many, I I don't know how many hearts to give this. I just typed like two and a half and then I was like, that feels really stingy. But like at the same yeah. time, I'm not rating this. This isn't a, this isn't a Dave Meltzer rating. I'm not, I'm not rating this on the skill or talent the, yeah, of the performers. Yeah. I'm just like, ah, I didn't really feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to stick with 2.5 and that's my argument for why. <laughs> I I would, yeah. yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, 2.53, but I did, I would say three because I really enjoyed the story that they All right, you can have a three, why not? The time. Hey! <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it's, yeah, it's one of them. It was, it was last minute, so there was no real chance to get invested i think yeah like you know if if this had been set up over a few weeks like they did when swerve and dustin had a feud a while back then it obviously would have been different but because they had three hours to to put it together it was i i think they did well in the circumstances yeah it's just again it's all these things stacking up it's just you know that and and we will definitely get to this in about 30 seconds but like yeah lots of other things going on beforehand and then lots of people being injured and things having to change it just all added up to like not a great time the vibes were off the vibes vibes were were, were definitely off and i think yeah, I did. some of the crowd at times are a bit, eh, 
I don't know. It was just the whole thing just felt a bit off. But I also think that. Let me just see. Yeah, we're gonna get to that in a second. But yep. Um, <laughs> yep. There were certain things being said and and things that happened that just it, I I think kind of brought the whole thing down. Yeah, for sure, it really did. Yeah, and like you know, I'm not saying AW in the mud. It's over. They should be cancelled. I just Mm-mm. didn't think that this was a particularly great show. Um, yeah. So the next match was another eight man match. Uh, in this case, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara with Darby Allen and Sting on the one side versus Big Bill and Ricky Starks plus the Don Callis family. In this case, Takeshita and Powerhouse Hobbs on the other side. Yes. Which was another like last minute switch up because originally it was going to be Carl Fletcher and they swapped him out for Takeshita for no reason that was ever given as far as I could see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. Like, I'm not. I'm not against saying Takeshita. I just think, like, <laughs> stop. Sw- like, you know. It was a bit. It was a bit weird. I Why? don't know whether there were other plans for Kyle. Like, because I was like, well, if Kyle's not in the match, maybe maybe he's got like a match or maybe he's had a match on the Ring of Honor tapings or yeah maybe I mean, he was a I bit banged okay. up or something I yeah that's injured but yeah yeah fingers crossed it's 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 not an injury thing in it in all fairness though I think we've seen Kyle a lot more than we've seen Takeshita we and have, um, yeah. yeah they really didn't I mean he, he pinned Kenny clean twice and they yeah. didn't capitalise on it. So I, I was fine with seeing Takeshita. Cause... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just I just think it was another one of those, like... and, and That was a, the, obviously not the main problem with this match. But, like, it was another thing of just, like, everything just feeling a bit uh, disorganised. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit... Yeah, it just, it just felt off. It just felt off. Well, yeah. And we have to talk about the Jericho of it all, which is a shame. Mm. But here we yeah. can go. Um, yeah, I saw that you had tweeted the other day, like, it's a good thing that we weren't recording on Saturday because it was literally breaking as we would have been recording. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm glad in a way that we waited a little bit yeah. to see how things panned out because it's it's a very weird situation that has been caused by, yet again, one of the usual suspects. yeah. And it's it's a weird situation to talk about because none of this stuff has actually come from the person it's supposed to have happened to. I searched this morning to try and to try and prep for this uh, to be like, what the fuck? Like, is that can anyone give me anything that's actually based on anything real? And no, no is the answer. No. So, no. so what happened? What actually happened was. Um, Nick Hausman went on a podcast uh, where he had. I, I mean, I assume this is actually in reference to um, Chris Jericho on Christmas Day got into an argument with uh, CM Punk's lawyer Stephen New about NDAs and AEW yeah. and and who was under NDAs for what and uh, so they were throwing around. Well, Chris Jericho's got NDAs of his own and insinuating that there was. Uh, kinship between Chris Jericho and Harvey Weinstein in that yeah th- that there's some sort of casting couch thing I've seen people talk about uh someone speculated that during like the dark days like female talent would potentially have to weigh up whether they wanted to go to AEW because they might be they might be preyed on uh in the locker room by Chris Jericho and I've seen but- 
but this is... but this all wild speculation by people yeah. who aren't there. And yeah. then there's the thing with um, Kylie Ray who left AW like in the early days, and yeah. I don't know. I wasn't here for this, but as far as I can see from what I was trying to read today and, and watching interviews, like Tony Khan has been asked about it and, she, and he's just like, she asked to be released from her contract and was released. I don't know if she's ever made the allegation, but someone has no. said that she was invited to a meeting in a hotel room and arrived to find Chris Jericho there alone waiting for her. But again, like, I, but that hasn't I, what are the sources her. for this? I don't yeah. know what any of this is just like, because like... that's the thing, the, the story has changed somewhat, like, because yeah. I, when that first happened, when, say when it first happened, when that first got talked about, it was one guy whose mm. entire Twitter account is dedicated to, like, talking shit about AEW, and I'm like, well, how would you know, for one? Yeah. Like, and I mean, it's... What do you do if the accusation hasn't been made by the person it's supposed to have happened to? Then what is anyone supposed to do about that? This is the problem. As far as as far as we know, and obviously we don't know because we don't work at HR mm. <laughs> at AW. There's no actual direct accusation that's been made by anyone. So all no. the allegations, and as far as I can see, it's all men talking about this. Yeah. And they're not actually, they don't give a shit about whether it actually happened or not. They don't give a shit, no, 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 no. Yeah, this is the thing. And I got um, a bunch of reviews on Twitter about this. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> like, of, yes, always believe women, always believe victims. Yes, I'm sure men in power in every industry have always taken advantage of young women with less power. That yeah. is the world. Uh, it fucking sucks. I hate it. I wish we could change it. So yeah. if it comes out that Chris Jericho has been a predator, I would be unfortunately not surprised. I would be extremely upset, disgusted, and yeah. would yeah. want him to not be there. However... If, if there's anything to it, obviously... <laughs> obviously, get obviously. Get fucking rid. Yeah. Get fucking but rid. Like, but this isn't coming from any of the people... <laughs> where is it coming from? Yeah, I don't it's, get it. It's come from Hausman and a bunch of Twitter accounts that hate AEW. Yeah. So basically at the moment I am in a position where I feel like I don't feel super comfortable with Jericho being around, but no, then I what think do maybe... I know? And I feel definitely very strongly that Hausman is a complete waste of oxygen Cunt. who yeah, and uh, once again, it's the, it's the whole... Like, we've talked about this before with CM Punk and his alleged trans activism, which he doesn't actually do. His Wearing alleged, a fucking like, t-shirt. abortion rights activism that he doesn't actually do. It is... It's the same way that, like, uh, basically, assholes have co-opted the language of activism in order to just attack each other and to make themselves look like they have some power and it's just like so this is basically just cis straight white men fighting each other and using the oppression and pain of of actual victims for their own yeah. gain and i just think yeah. that they're all scum and i, I hate you all yeah <laughs> okay basically, basically. <laughs> rant over yeah um i think the thing is as well is that the the, the like say like comparison to Weinstein it's like but no actual accusations have been made from mm -hmm. anybody and it's once again it's just it's trying to use actual 
crimes that have been committed against women for their own gain. Yeah. With no... Like, I, I don't mean, believe I'll, Nick yeah. Houseman gives a fuck about anyone that Harvey Weinstein abused. He doesn't. No. He no, doesn't give a just, shit. It's a gotcha. That's all it is. He's just a trashy little man. And uh, it's... He's just out for himself and making his new bestie Phil look good. Oh, they're just good. scum. They're just and it's scum. Like, you just, just you got dunked on on Christmas Day and you're mad about it and now you're just saying shit. Yeah. Like, and how fucking dare you, if this is, is a thing that's happened to Kylie Ray, how fucking dare you take that and without her permission, without yeah. any kind of permission... And just use it as a gotcha. And and just sit on it until yeah. like you thought the news cycle was in the right place. Like it's it's yeah. It's honestly, it's evil. It's morally reprehensible. It's because you're a sad it's little not man. Righteous. Like there's nothing no. there's nothing commendable here. I don't understand. No. Like, and you're also, not, and yeah, like, and he's yeah. making out like he's some kind of warrior for, for women, for victims. Absolutely. Like, Get, get fucked. fucked. Get fucked. Hi. Uh, like, insert video of CM Punk talking about that woman who's like, they de- who they deliberately injured and ripped off in the early days of the indies because they f- hate women. That, uh, yeah. No. Get out. Like, all of them. Just fuck off. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, let's yeah. be real. They're not listening to this podcast because they don't like to listen to women. But, um. No. Oh, just. I'm just Only when I'm it's convenient just, for them oh, to do God. so. Fucking arseholes. All of them. Fucking. Yeah. Like, like I say, we need to reiterate this. If Jericho's done anything, then fuck him. Yeah, absolutely. And and I don't feel inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt. But like, there's not actually an, any. Uh, like, what, what am I like? Yeah, yeah I, need, like, I need there to ask... be an actual accusation, guys, before anyone can take action. Well, there was a thing at the at the press conference, and um, uh, it got brought up there with yeah. Tony Cup. Which that was the other thing is the the guy who brought it up at the press conference basically brought it up while julia hart was sat there Mm. and it's like all right yes the question probably needs to be asked but could you not have waited until tony was on his own at the end because he will sit there and answer all the questions at the end of the show ask the question while a man's on stage why do it during a woman's time if you care so much about women's representation i know i know the guy has gone on twitter and said i needed to ask the question and i wasn't sure that tony was going to come out at the end by himself ask it while the fucking man is there i'm sorry why 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 like it just goes to show that you you don't actually care about women as no you don't give a shit you you want your moment you want your moment that's what that's what that is like fucking Yeah, like, oh, there's a woman, I better ask about it. Like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is not what this podcast is supposed to be. I'm so, I'm sorry to everyone, but I, this is just fucking outrageous. Yeah, we can't not talk about it. We can't not talk about it. But it, but it's like, oh, I didn't know if Tony was going to take questions at the end. He always does, regardless of what's gone on. He's, you know, he's always done that, even after the punk bullshit. And even knowing what questions were going to probably be asked, which he couldn't answer or whatever for legal reasons, fucking, it, it's. I'm sorry, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse to say, oh well, I didn't know if Tony was going to answer no, questions at the end. It's all, he always just, fucking does. Just uh, yeah, no, I hate it. I hate, I hate it. I hate it so much. It it pisses me off, and it's like you know, you you could have waited till the end quite easily. You could have waited until the end to ask that question, not when Julia sat there. No, like, it's, it's it's it just it's it's 
it's revealing of your prejud- of that guy's prejudices and yeah. actual opinions. Yeah, because it, it, it's like it, it's not actually about protecting women or whatever. It's actually about you wanting your little moment. I mean, I'm glad conference. that someone asked. Somebody should have asked. But Somebody should have time, asked, like, but it, it, the timing of it was bad. learn to do your fucking jobs. God almighty, wrestling journalism is in... It's just... It's, non, it's just pits. It's I, not even it's journalism. Bullshit. No, it's it, not. It's not even journalism. It's just gossip and bullshit and people trying to get themselves over um like yeah. and pretending they give a shit about victims and issues and and shit that goes on it's just all pretend it's play acting yeah, they don't actually is. give a shit they no. don't give a shit they, they just want their shit. story they want their moment like i i, I hate get them all. i just i i hate i hate everyone involved in this and yeah so as a result with all that in the background chris jericho coming out on a like babyface team the, it was I, 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 I'm not sure I even took in a second of this match like I couldn't have told you who won not really um, right. I think I think the baby faces won the baby faces won but I, it's you know and then there's the the crowd were well this I mean basically it all worked according to Hausman's plan didn't it basically. of course yeah the the crowd turned on Jericho uh, they were chanting NDA and Kylie Ray and oh god were they yeah yeah um I I I just think right it whether it's happened at the or or not which we don't know we literally no. do not know I think maybe they should have taken Jericho out of this match and made it a six man. I they should just cancelled this whole fucking match. Yeah, or cancelled the I whole match. I don't need. I, none but of then this it, needs to my, happen. My thing on on that is like, well, why should the rest of the people in the match suffer? Yeah, but then. <laughs> look and at the also, in there was, <laughs> but there was the situation with because um, it's like it was Sting's last match in New York. Oh, okay. So I understand why sure. they still put the match on, but I think sure. they could have made it a six-man easily. Oh, fuck it. Make it Darby and Sting versus Big Bill and Ricky Starks for the tag championship. Why not? Yeah, like, I mean... Whatever. Like, this or like is a three-way <laughs> three tag match, maybe. A three-way tag yeah. match for the tag belts. That would have been something. Like, But again, like... Takeshita and Hobbs are not a tag team. <laughs> mm. Just no more fake tag teams. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Can we actually make the tag division mean something again in twenty twenty four? After fucking FTR sitting on the belts for months and months and months for no reason. And... Hey, there's one good thing about this pay per view. Yeah, no there fucking was FTR. A surprising lack of FTR. Yeah. Which was surprising to me. You, you would think they would squeeze themselves on there somewhere. You would. But, uh, Do you know what? I fucking forgot they exist. Yeah, to be fair, I didn't listen at all. <laughs> it was only literally you saying them. I was like, oh yeah, they weren't there. <laughs> they weren't there and I was fine with them not being oh, there. Oh no, but they've got a match with fucking House of Black this week, haven't they? Anyway, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, which is like, yeah, that's another kind of, right, all right, that's happening kind of yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just them and House of Black, with the exception of Brody. I do enjoy Brody. Um, they're just kind of there. FTR and House of Black are just kind of there, and it's one of them. Again, it was one of those sort of situations where I can't really like get invested in them because they they just feel like as soon as 
they get a call off Triple H and their contracts are up, they're gone anyway. So who gives Unfortunately, a shit? that won't be for four years. No, oh, no, no, no. That's, they're not... Actually, I don't know, do I, about them? Yeah. House of Black, I don't know, but FTR, no. yeah, we're stuck with that col- I have honestly conflated them in my mind. <laughs> they all become the same person. Yes, they are just... They are just one amorphous oh, mass of, yeah. of stuff happening. Um, okay. I, yeah. Fuck it, right. <laughs> okay, so I want to draw a line at this point and go, from here on, I like this pay-per-view. <laughs> yes, yeah, just, me but, too, yeah. Just, yeah, literally. I think, I wish that I had watched Zero Hour, then, like, taken an extended nap. Um, I mean, I would, it would be a shame to have missed, like, Tony... Tony Storm, but other than that, like and, and Orange up Cassidy this point, briefly up until yeah, a couple of minutes, yeah. yeah. But you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have needed the Orange Cassidy pick me up quite so much if I <laughs> if I had not watched yeah. it. The the yeah. middle the middle of this card was a bit of a swamp Fuck of sadness, I mean, wasn't it? It was a slog. Like I just, I was just like, hang on, like this is my fun hobby and I am not enjoying a second of this. I don't want to do it. Like, no, I kind of tuned out a little bit. No, no. Um, but fortunately things did pick (laughs) up after this match. Like I think, yeah, I think everybody was also just waiting to see if, um, I'm going to say, mind doing me a brute. Tyler. It was because everyone was waiting to see if Jericho was actually going to be in the match or if the match was still happening. And yeah. thing is, on the face of it, there is no reason to pull him. But at the same time, I think they should have just because of all the nonsense going on. They haven't pulled anyone ever for any reason, as as far as I know. Like, fucking Cash Wheeler got to win a match against the Young Bucks at All In, like, literally a week after that thing about his, his like, felony charge came out. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, <sighs> take a deep breath. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the thing is, though, it's like, in that case, and there was, like, a criminal thing, investigation going on, yeah, may- maybe I think that match should have gone another That's way. That's what I mean, like, there was actually something yeah. there, though, in that case. There actually was a criminal, whereas in this yeah, case there Yeah, whereas isn't. in so... this case, it's just Nick Houseman being... Uh, well, the thing is, as far as the information that we have, it is just yeah. Houseman yeah, yeah, being yeah, a spiteful little cunt. So, <laughs> it, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I... But at the same time, I'm thinking, yeah, you maybe should have just pulled him just, just so that it wouldn't be as heated as it was like yeah it was just very bad vibes bad vibes man yeah and i think on like additionally additionally for me because i was watching it so late and i didn't want to get spoiled for the end of the show i wasn't going on twitter so i didn't even have that kind of outlet and like i can banter with my friends while this is going on to like keep me going i was just like completely like god i'm having i I noticed a distinct a distinct lack of live tweeting during the show. Feeling. Yeah, I didn't. I was I was a good girl, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that's the thing. It well, it it kind of it did help a little bit being able to sort yeah. of uh, banter a little bit about it on yeah. on on Twitter as well. But <sighs> the vibes were off. The, the feeling were was off. not present at no, this point. No. So okay, we're all going to take a deep breath in. Ready. <gasps> And deep breath out. (laughs) (laughs) 
breathe out the negativity let go of the first half of this pay-per-view <laughs> this yeah. pay-per-view cannot hurt us anymore it is not real uh <laughs> business did pick did. up after it after did. that it did. Match, so. so release the tension in your shoulders and think about julia hart versus abaddon and stop clenching your jaw yeah stop cl- <laughs> I, I, this microphone at some point is going to pick up the sound of my jaw popping one day and you're going to oh, be like, no. what the fuck was that? There you go, there you go. I don't know, I don't know if it caught that after to listen back. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so uh, this was a house rules match for the TBS championship and Abaddon yes. is clever and chose a stipulation for the match that, that, that was that biting was legal, which I think is actually a really good stipulation. They're a uh, very clever zombie. <laughs> Yes. Clever zombie. Like, I, you know, we've been waiting for someone to use this fucking stipulation for something good. I, 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 yeah, um, finally. Emi Sakura did it, didn't she? Because she, she made it that you couldn't win by submission. And obviously yes. Julia's like big movies tends to be a submission thing. So that, that was good. Yeah. But yeah, the biting being was good. The crowd was chanting, this is spooky. <laughs> <laughs> My complaint is I don't think it was spooky enough. I enjoyed Needed Sky Blue coming out from under the ring. That was fun. Uh, also made me laugh to imagine like when Wheeler Yuta was like rooting around under there trying to find a bit of wood or something. It would have been funny if he just pulled Sky Blue out by the leg. But uh... yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops, you go back in there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's just putting her back. You're like, yes! sorry. <laughs> I just want... look. I'm just trying to make my own fun. Where I'm like, where yeah, is yeah, the silly bollocks? Yeah. Where is it? There's no comedy here. Um. There was a botch in this match that everyone seems to be banging on about endlessly. Who cares? I don't really, I don't really remember it. What happened? Julia didn't hit her moonsault perfectly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, is that all? Yeah, I mean, ninety-nine times out of a hundred, she hits that so cleanly and so beautifully. But this time, she fucked it up a little bit. Oh well. Um, Everyone misses a spot every now and again. Calm the fuck down, (laughs) Jesus. yeah, I mean, this is good. I It was a nice time. It was. Know, it it was, was nice. fun. Yeah, it, it made me a lot happier than... Yeah. Uh, but I think that after, after the match before it, it kind of... The, the crowd were a bit dead. Yeah, a little bit. Which didn't help. I think it was... It worked as a as a nice little palate cleanser. Yes. Yeah, it did. It did. It, 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 but it was like... Yeah, the crowd still weren't quite no. into it. But yeah, I I don't know. I I enjoyed it. It was fun. It kind of washed the horrible taste of the, of the last match out of uh, out of the thing. So yeah, I it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it 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 just it brought things around a bit. It was just a bit. It like, did. Oh it yes, did. I remember. I do like this. I do like you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, the back half of this show is hopefully gonna save it, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it did. I this think it can did. have four black hearts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Julia Hart's gear as well. Like the silhouette of that outfit she was wearing when she came down to the ring with the shoulders and everything. Just oh, perfect. it's iconic. So good. So yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Her, her presentation is great. Love it. Absolutely love it. I've said this before, but I just, the Julia's development is like something that I've really enjoyed seeing. Yeah. Like seeing her go from sort of like rookie, little bit green around the edges, like 
um, sort of cheerleader gimmick to what she's doing now, it's like phenomenal progress over like two years. Like yeah. she's done so well, so well. And um, I, actually Abaddon as well, mm-hmm. like from how Abaddon started to how they are now is like leaps and bounds. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, there was maybe a couple of ropey spots in the match, but I mean, I'm not, I think people are maybe like too critical of stuff like that constantly it's literally like a live fucking wrestling match sometimes that shit's gonna happen it isn't the end of the world calm the fuck down yeah but again it tends to be loud men with uh, a big follow account yeah who make a big deal out of these things and it's like you know what fuck off fuck off (laughs) Uh, this is the energy of 2024 we tell them to fuck off in fact we don't even tell them to fuck off we just block them yeah basically Moving on, yeah. 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 Not even, yeah, not even addressing it. Just, yeah, just fuck off. Just fuck off. Um, Yeah, we are going to be spooky bitches and tell them to fuck off. Right. Uh, Yes. So, next up was the TNT Championship No Disqualification Match. And yeah, at this point I was like, okay, feeling a little bit like cleansed and a little bit more up for it. But like, I was like... This needs to go so hard and show me yeah. something that's going to make me like squeak. Like I need to see something I've not seen before on this show. You need to give me something. Yeah. And, and I think they did, to be fair. I think they did too. I think it was, yeah, cracking bit of, uh, a cracking bit of sports <laughs> entertainment, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I love that Shayna Wayne is Mother Wayne now. <laughs> like every time Mother she turns Wayne. up now, I'm like fucking... <laughs> thingy uh, like um oh from queen from drag race vivacious from drag race like whenever she comes out like mother has arrived <laughs> um <laughs> oh we need that as, we need a soundboard on this podcast <laughs> we, <laughs> like, do. The we do we do that's the thing i was thinking that the other week actually we need like sound clips yeah. of silly things but yeah it's it, it was fun it was so fun and there was like you know everything that you would expect from uh, Edge and Christian no DQ match like tables, ladders, chairs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Was there kendo sticks in this match, or am I imagining uh... it? Or did someone else did someone else have a kendo stick this week? <sighs> there, there certainly was a kendo stick somewhere. There was a kendo stick. Something happened with a kendo stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think yeah. So. Speaking of botches, while we were just on this, like, <laughs> did you notice when uh, Christian was like lying on the floor on the chair, and Adam Copeland went to get another chair to like uh, sandwich him? I don't know whether it's concerto that that point or not, but like <laughs> Christian scooted his whole body down to get in position, <laughs> and the camera was right on him. <laughs> it just made me laugh so much. I was like, we need to skip back ten seconds. I'll see that again. <laughs> sometimes sometimes the camera is in the wrong place at the wrong time and they pick up things they're not supposed to pick up. <laughs> like literally it was just like you just he just scooted himself to yeah, yeah. Just, it made me laugh and so I'll like, just good. make it easier for yeah. you to brain me with a well, chair <laughs> I mean I think he I think what he actually did maybe was position his head so that it wasn't across like the bar at the top of the chair like, I was like if yeah, that's going to stop sense, you from yeah. getting your skull cracked open I'm very very happy for you to do that but also yeah. it's very funny <laughs> Um, <laughs> bless him yeah. oh, what a pro <laughs> obviously the highlight of this match uh, was the Nick Wayne <laughs> pulling out some lighter fluid and getting a table and setting it on fire 
And then it went out and everyone went, boo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it going out was... The, the going out, again, like, this is why, like, it doesn't matter. You're here to have fun rather than be super critical. But, like, uh, like <laughs> Adam Kirkland had to, like, relight it, re-put uh, lighter fuel on and relight it while Nick Wayne was, like supposed to have been caught in the ropes for like a, a second but he was caught in the ropes for a really long time <laughs> it was just like just like wiggling there and i was like oh mate <laughs> like you're selling this but it's very funny that you've been stuck there for like a, about three times longer than you thought you were gonna be live tv kids live tv <laughs> it happens <laughs> Um, it, yeah, it, it it was very funny. It was very funny. It was like I was thoroughly entertained yeah. by this match. It was it it needed something to bring it back around, it and I think it did. It did, it did. for sure. And then we have the ending, oh, which was oh, yeah, so good. I wasn't expecting it. I totally wasn't. They totally threw me for a loop. This one. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to explain what happened? Well, it, Edge won. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, boo. <laughs> I was I was kind of like I was surprised yeah. and I was like oh oh okay we're doing this okay that's fine um because like Copeland seems to be just having the time of his life over there which is which is really nice to see and then kill switch of course turned up and I was like oh hang on <laughs> can he cash that in whenever he wants mm. oh shit and and then I thought well oh maybe this might be like kill switch's big moment you know he's finally gonna tell christian to fuck off and take the title for himself and not have to like pretend that it's not his and things like he did last time Mm. and um but no no no, christian was like no no you give that to me young man and he whispered something in his ear he did i i want to know what this is (laughs) i want to know what it is it's like that fucking the the radiohead video yeah video for just yeah everybody's lying on the floor and nobody knows why and then someone whispers it in their ear and we never find out what it is and then everybody's lying on the floor what is it what does he know <laughs> what does he what know does he it's know? like i think he's like i know you at marco stunt <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna come out sometime <laughs> if you don't give me this contract i'm gonna tell everyone that you at marco stunt um that that's what I'm going with for now. That's my yep. theory. He, Understandable. Luchasaurus at Marco stunt, and that's where he <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> um, and yeah, so he uh, Killswitch handed the contract over to uh, Christian, and Christian did he uh, spear? Did he spear? I think he. I think Copeland? I think that Killswitch had already like choke slammed. Uh, Copeland, so he was already like lying yes. on the floor, half dead. Yes. And then Christian scribbled his name on the contract, and then just like pinned him and took it. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it was fucky somehow. Like the memory is hazy at the end it of was this point. Deeply but... naughty. And yeah, so Adam Copeland was the TNT champion for a grand total of three minutes. Oh no! I see. I'm upset about that because that is now no longer is Pepsi Phil. The uh, the shortest reigning champ in AEW. But he's still the shortest reigning uh, world champion. No, yeah, because yeah, actually, I think Wardlow had it for like three days, the TNT Championship. So you can only count the world championship on. Uh, oh, of course, yeah, I, I on forgot all about soft drink that. man. Yeah. So, but yes, three minutes is 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 great. Um. <laughs> 
it was just so cartoonishly fully, evil. Fully delightful. That I have it to was. respect it. <laughs> yeah, I was so happy. I was so happy because I really, I I love Christian Cage so much. <laughs> He's great. He's so great. And and I I love that in this case with Christian, they are letting the heel be a heel. Yeah. Uh, and the crowd are going along with it as well. And and like yes, keep doing that. Like also swerve. He is a villain and he's yeah. trying really hard to make you boo him. Yeah. Doesn't so it feel like Christian that. is running with what people either online or in the crowd or on commentary say? Because like, didn't Nigel McGuinness call them the patriarchy and then now, now it's so. the patriarchy and like, yeah. you know, it feels like he really plays up the black turtleneck stuff. Everything that people... Oh, yeah. And that's what I want. That is actually what I want from from wrestling and wrestlers to do is like yeah incorporate what's being said like react to the reactions and and build all that into your story don't work against it use that in what you're doing yes yeah for sure um i think yeah it always kind of works better if everybody's on the same page yeah it it, yeah it just it's good he's a heel the crowd (laughs) are letting him be a heel i'm into it it's it's fantastic he's just such a good villain he's always been a really good villain though and i don't think he necessarily got the credit he should have done hmm. for it um has, it, so has he, he always is. been a villain always or a lot of the time okay. a lot of the time yeah he's been a heel i think for the vast majority because it was like when he came into tna he was he got a big pop and everything at first and like everyone was dead happy to see him but then he did eventually just start being a little shit. And he's so good at it. Yeah. Just let him be a little shit forever. Yeah. Although I do, at some point in the future, I, I do kind of hope that they team up uh, Edge and Christian just for one last, one last run But they can, they can be a heel tag team. And that's they what could I want. Quite because easily. I don't think Adam Copeland is doing good work as a babyface at all. I think he's fine he's fine he's not, as baby he face, but beating I think up a child <laughs> he does keep beating up a child i think he's quite good as like a, a kind of badass about the kind of a badass baby face i think it'd be quite easy to turn that into heel energy very though. easily yeah. very easily yeah and and sort of i think some of the funniest stuff that edge and christian did was when they were like just really stupid jerky heels back in the day so like i would like to see that that would yeah. be funny. But this is what, when we were talking earlier about whether Hangman could have had that TNT title shot. Because I don't think Adam Copeland is the right man to quote unquote topple the patriarchy. Because no, if we're making it that, then he's not the guy. Whereas I think, you know, Hanger in his pink Dolly Parton t-shirt perhaps could topple the patriarchy. He could. Because they're not going to let a woman do could. it. I mean, ideally, well, I no. would like Athena to come in and beat the shit out of Christian, but that's oh, not going to happen. Oh, man. But... <laughs> we just want Athena in everything. Like, I want just Athena in Athena everything. in all the matches. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's the best. Yeah. She um, is the best. She is the but best. But yes, that's 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 not going to happen. So I no. give this five grinning demon faces <laughs> out of five. <laughs> And yes, I agree. Because it was cartoonishly <laughs> evil. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah love that. <laughs> Little cartoon demons. That's what that needs to be. But yeah, uh, and I assume that means that, yeah, this feud will continue. But um, but, yeah. but well done, Christian. You saved the day always. I You, you never let me down. <laughs> he brought back the good vibes, no I think. The, me, the both of them me. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was good. We, we felt a bit back on track. 
once this once this match had we uh, did, because kicked off. The whole first half of the actual pay per view card, like there's very little comedy. Virtually nothing was sexy. Like Tony Storm is the only funny sexy thing about it. Briefly saw Orange yeah. Cassidy. The rest of it was just like depressing, depressing things. Just just bad, bad feeling, bad vibes, bad yeah. times. Don't I, want it. And this this is why I think sort of like the books and Hangman be missing mm. was because like if you put them on a match in the middle of the card. It always delivers yeah. without fail and the crowd get into it and like, you know, it, it sort of perks the crowd up a bit yeah. and, and we just didn't have that. No. And and it was just the vibes were just off. The vibes I th- were dead. The only thing that could have made the vibes even worse was if FTR had a match, but thankfully Fuck they didn't. Me. Imagine if, imagine if, imagine if like, yeah, FTR versus the House of Black had been on this card. I think I would have cancelled my fucking subscription. <laughs> I'd be like, I can't, I can't watch this. I can't watch this. <laughs> it would have been, it was fine. It was, you know what I mean? Like, it would have been fine, but yeah. it also would have added to the the vibe. The bad vibe. I need the, I need, off. I need the good vibes. And the good vibes, in fairness, good vibes continue because we next up had the Continental Classic Championship Finals match. Yes, it was. As we've known all along, John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. Yeah, yeah, this was this was my this was my match of the night. This was just beautiful, so good, so good. <laughs> and I mean, they, I really hate sort of people go, oh, it's a one match card, but this almost was for me. There was probably about three matches yeah. on this card that I was really hyped about, and this was the one for me. Just because, again, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, along with the elite, are purveyors of the vibes mm-hmm. and the feeling for me. And um, yeah, they they sort of like Edge and Edge and Christian uh, Copeland and Christian sort of kicked it off. And then this was like, this was good vibes. Mm. I loved this match so much. I just and Brian on commentary was great. Yeah. I thought he was really good. I I like that they sort of added the kind of oh is he going to get involved kind of mm. factor to it because did they remove Nigel? Did they replace oh, Nigel point, with Danielson yeah. in this in this match? So the commentary team for Zero Hour was Excalibur, Taz, and Nigel. And then at some point, Tony Schiavone came in, which I'm guessing was the beginning of the actual pay-per-view, maybe? No, it was a bit later late? than okay. that, I think. Yeah, it was, um, I think it was, I think it, was it after the the Christian Cage match? Or had he already gone by definitely then? Definitely on commentary, by the time we got to the Swerve match, we definitely had Tony Schiavone. Ah, But I'm not sure if that's earlier when he came than I in. thought. Yeah. I, I, I've got to say, Taz, Excalibur and Nigel might be my favourite commentary <laughs> combo. Like, they are so funny. Like, they do... Because they'll just say random shit and it just makes me laugh. Like, <laughs> thoroughly entertaining. Um, but yeah, I, I, they sort of... Yeah, they got rid of Nigel before Danielson was on commentary. Yeah. I'm trying to remember <laughs> when there was a point in this episode where they were like lecturing each other on how to do commentary somebody was got somebody got told not to talk <laughs> over the entrances and i don't remember who it was was it brian i don't know 
It might have been Brian. Might have been Brian. But I do love it when Brian kind of plays it straight on yeah. commentary. And he like he gives genuinely good insights into things. Um and, and he gave Eddie his props and that was really nice and it warmed my heart. Yeah. It was like, ah, oh, finally. I thought that was actually really nice what he said because he explained why he lost that match and what happened and what he would do differently and I just I I don't know I really liked that like I thought that's really smart like Mm. because it's him saying yeah I I let my emotions get the better of me I got dragged into doing chops when I shouldn't have done that I should have done yeah you know and he was talking about Moxley doing the same thing it was like you don't want to get into this you don't want to get into a striking match with Eddie yeah and it, yeah, he just he added so much insight to the match yeah, that I, I just loved it. Mm. Really enjoyed it. The slaps, the chops, <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> like how somebody's nipple didn't fly <laughs> off into the arena. Yeah, there's an amazing. Uh, I think it's a Scott Lash photograph. Yes, yeah, yeah with it looks like fucking Mox's chests came yes. in. Like, oh fucking hell. Like we were just, we were sat watching it and just sort of and they got more and more heavy these chops. It was just sort of going, oh, oh <laughs> like proper pearl clutching about it. It was very funny. Yeah. It was yeah, I loved it. Absolutely this loved was, it. Though, and... The one thing I would change is put a fucking microphone on the ring because um there were times where you could just about hear what Mox and Eddie were saying to each other, but certainly not yeah. as clearly as I would have liked. No, no. And normally you can hear bits and yeah. bobs like that. And I think it's a good thing that you can hear bits and bobs like that. I mean, yes, you don't want to hear people calling moves. No, stuff, but like, but... but when they're at, but in something like this, where you know that they're going to be, the stuff's going to have emotional resonance. Yeah. Like, I want to hear it. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, they, they did a lot of storytelling in the ring and the storytelling in the ring needs to be heard yeah i mean that's yeah so much of it was physical but like but but at the beginning of the match they were like talking you know there was stuff and it was like it clearly wasn't like they're talking to they're talking to us they're they're performing like we should be able to hear that yeah yeah uh (sighs) no i agree anyway but it was good it was good it was good uh and and yeah and then eddie won and he got three belts and it was very emotional and then they had a hug and it was lovely it was, it was lovely. That made me so happy. It was like, ah, <laughs> oh, yay. Because Mox has been a right little shit in this tournament. and But because it was Eddie, they had a little hug and it was nice and I enjoyed it. And I'm just, I'm so happy for Eddie. The man's just living his dream and, and I love that. I love to see it. It's just, he deserves all the good things. All the good things for Eddie Kingston. He's yeah. fabulous. Oh, and all the good too. things for Mox as well, but yeah. Eddie deserved this one because it was it was a good story through through the whole tournament. You know that they told like, oh, it looked like Eddie was gonna just lose everything, um, and he battled back and won the triple <laughs> crown. And I was just like, yes, this is what I love. Yeah, that's why they had to do that, isn't it? I I only just I, I the Continental Classic has been a real stumbling block for me in a lot of ways. That like, I constantly try and analyze like why. I feel the way I do about it. But yeah, like thinking about it, yes, Eddie Kingston is the eternal underdog and he needed to come Mm. from beneath to win this thing. And for him to come in already having two championship belts would have endangered that story. So he needed to risk everything and almost lose everything in order for the story to work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For it to be satisfying at the end. Because yes, you could say that 
Eddie throwing his all of his belts in was kind of made it almost quite predictable. Yes, I believe I did say that on the episode where where that happened, and I was like, "Well, doesn't that just give away that he's going to win?" And you were like, "Oh, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. No. Well, the thing is, as well, I was completely confused yeah, as to we how were it all confused. worked at the yeah. beginning, like." Because I, I remember going through like, oh, well, it'll probably be like a World Cup. So there'll be this, this and this. And I made it way more complicated than it actually was, to be fair. Yeah, it, on one hand, it did make it kind of predictable. But on the other, it it kind of it kind of needed to happen that way. Yeah, I think I think I think I think if I look at it overall, I'm like, yes, that was a good story. And you did a good job of telling it. And you you, you managed to build in stakes and make it feel hard won, even though it kind of wasn't. But like, yeah, I haven't enjoyed it while I've been watching it. So mm. Mm, mm. I don't know. Maybe it's a me problem. Who knows? But, you know, next year, I hope that they... I think it's a bit 50-50. What I've seen, it's like... It's only 50% my fault. <laughs> It, no, I mean, it's like on the reaction to it. It's like, you know, there's there's people who prefer the fun stuff and then there's people who prefer the graps and I prefer both. Mm. I think maybe the fun stuff kind of suffered a little bit yeah. for the, the, the Continental Classic. But at the same time, it is only, you know, one month out of the year. Well, this is the thing. I sort of hope next year that they do it over a longer period, but not so yeah. many matches per episode. I think I would have pref- I could have yeah got maybe more do into it, it over two yeah maybe over like two months like there's no reason why they can't do that is there like they could just spread it there out isn't really. so that it's not like so every episode isn't just all continental classic but also yeah, it would yeah but but I think as well the other thing that um that I think probably most people would agree with this is that it just it kind of lacked build like they didn't. They only announced who the participants were, like the day that it started, and people yeah, I think maybe brackets and and anti- like I think it just needed to have more space to breathe and to build that anticipation that it didn't really have. Yeah, and I th- well, I think the thing is they were trying to make it like a G one, which is like that's all over mm. the space of a month. Um, but I think with AW it's different because they've got the TV time to spread it out a bit more. Yeah, and you know, and maybe do more of a build to it like so have more of those back those backstage interviews were brilliant yeah but they should have all been on tv they should have all been on tv and some of them were Mm. but not all of them were and i would have preferred it if all of them were i think yeah it's need to maybe like announce the competitors earlier and have them do like promos about why they're going into it and what they hope to achieve out of it and and that kind of stuff i think it would benefit from that a little bit like a bit more sort of hype around it before it just going right is the tournament is the brackets is the matches go i just like yeah it I was all a bit think fast you could just do some little tweaks like um last week's ring of honor where they announced the new women's tv championship they had mm. uh, a section where they just like went to a bunch of different women who are going to be vying for it and just had them like talk to camera about why they want to win it yeah and i was just yeah. like why don't we just have this for the c2 like that would have helped there's lots yeah, of like no, I agree. just little things that we could do to make it work better. Um, but hopefully, like you know, this is the first time, so hopefully it'll it will be better next time. Yes, I I agree. I think yeah, there there are a couple of little t- like the tournament itself. Like I say, I really enjoyed it, but I think to keep the people who are into more like promos and stuff. I think maybe add a bit more of that to it. Yeah, and I don't think that would harm it for the people like you who are just who are enjoying it. Like I think 
drawing it out a bit more and giving it more emotional stakes. I yeah. don't see how that would hurt it, but maybe... I don't, I don't think know. it'd hurt it. And I think a lot of people are... I think a lot of people, like, pretty much unanimously loved those, like, backstage yeah, promos. Yeah, they were excellent, yeah. So, yeah, more of that. More like, of that. just just give us more of that. Um, just do those all the time. Like, we ha- don't have to keep those they, Yeah, those to be fair. I love those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think definitely more of that going forward, I would like to see. Yeah. Because those... They were very sort of naturalistic, mm-hmm. those promos. It was it was just Eddie or Danny or Jay or, you know, whoever just sort of talking yeah. to the camera or to what sounds like Mark Jackson to me. <laughs> but it was Giancarlo, someone. We saw it, he was on camera in that last one of Eddie's. Did you see it? I don't know if I did. I I must have missed that. Uh, there was the, in the after this, have a look. There's like a five minute Eddie one after he wins and he gets the camera guy to get come on camera and like have a hug and stuff. It's cute. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see though if the uh, <laughs> if the voice is the same. You will not because... let go of your conspiracy theory. <laughs> It is my conspiracy theory and I'm sticking to it. Is it possible that you miss Matt Jackson so much you're just hallucinating? <laughs> I'm telling you. I bow to your superior knowledge of Matt Jackson. I I'm, I swear that voice in, in some of the earlier ones was Matt Jackson. You will take this conspiracy theory out of my cold, dead hands. Um, I just want him back. Yeah basically i do yeah come back boys we miss you <laughs> just i think there's just some tweaks yeah that it needs yeah. and and i think you can get the people who aren't necessarily into it on side yeah, totally but you, yeah and like the materials there is i think it just yeah it just needed a bit more a bit more planning maybe yeah yeah it, it literally wouldn't take much to to sort of win over the people who who weren't necessarily invested exactly. in the tournament for sure yeah yeah but yeah that was that was my match of the night it was it was just beautiful beautiful bit of graps i love seeing eddie win it's it's oh Aww, lovely lovely Aww. it gave me feelings it was good <laughs> they're cuties and then we come to our main event and this was the thing that I didn't want spoiled, even though I guess I, I listened back to our last episode and like in our heart of hearts, like we keep saying, I don't know who the devil is, but and like <laughs> multiple times we were like, yeah, well, wouldn't it be nice if it was someone else? But it's just going to be Cole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think we've been like this whole time is that we've been saying they are just waiting for Cole to heal up, yeah. aren't they? Well, this whole like, time we've been like, I it. don't know who the devil is. I don't want to know who the devil is. I refuse to think about who the devil is. <laughs> we, yeah, uh, it's, it's just fine. because we already knew. And we we kind of, in our heart of hearts, we already knew. But yeah, yes. yeah. So the match started with uh, Max coming out in his fancy pay-per-view gear, as he does. I think his his cape said something like the most magical place on earth or something. Something like there's something about Long Island, yeah. yeah. I love that he dresses up in those ridiculous outfits for big moments. He is so, so cute. silly. Uh, it's so fucking. <laughs> it was proper like flamboyant. I I live I live for a feathery gown. Yeah. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the crowd were chanting, "He's our scumbag," and he sat on the turnbuckle and just had the cutest little smile. And he's so cute. He was. He got a bit emotional, didn't he? So Bless his heart. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. oh! You're gonna hear "Oh, Max" a oh, lot Max. in this in this part of the show. It's <laughs> my first wrestling love. Uh, <laughs> and then Adam Cole 
Adam Cole's music hit and Adam Cole came out on crutches in a boot with wet hair. And I was like, my denial has just crumbled. I can't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, it's like as soon as he came out, we're like, that's the devil. That is the devil. (laughs) Which is, you know, I mean, the way they did it, though, fine with it. Absolutely fine with it. But before we get to that. There was was a match. There was a a solid match. There was... uh, Really good. Oh, just little Max. So just, it was just like, oh, you're gonna just this man's gonna murder you, and like, yeah, and he did. <laughs> he did. He did. He just absolutely fucking murked him. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, but like MJF was trying to sort of pull it back. He was trying to cheat his way to a win, and because yeah. it's MJF, of course he is. Yeah. He's he, he is still a scumbag, and as he likes reminding everybody, that little vignette at the start as well it was like people talking about oh, MJF and that, that was yes. very funny oh that yeah I nearly so forgot funny. about that well they had just people being like we're Long Island and we love MJF and then they all put the scarves on oh. and then there was that whatever that lady said that they oh, felt that was to sh- beep all of I it I don't know <laughs> who she was like whether she's an actress or who, who she is but she fucking smashed that that was so funny so good so good so so funny yeah, yeah love that love that the thing is with Max, he's he's one of the originals, and he get, he's another one of the ones he just gets it. He does he knows what people want to see? He he just he's he's a star. He is a star. God bless him. The match itself was basically like MJF fighting from the bottom and Joe just beating the shit out of him. Which I I feel like after this, I think maybe he's gonna take a break for a while. Um, yeah, let's get he's to that in a, in a second. But yeah, poor, this, with this poor shoulder. And he ha- was having shoulder. to like, do strange things with his moves. Like there was a moment where he was using the wrist tape to kind of pull Joe's arm back in a submission rather yes, than pulling yes, it with his injured arm. Yes, I love arm. that. Yeah. Yes. He's just so smart. He's, he's so, so fucking smart. smart. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. Because the, the way he sells... I mean, underrated seller, I think, yeah. Max. He's... Just because he, like that one time, I can't remember when it was. Oh, somebody did a spot and I think it was his knee and he was just screaming. Like, which you don't tend to get in a lot of wrestling cells. Yeah. A lot of it is like Peter Griffin, you know, when he falls over in front of the house and bangs his knee and he just sits there for ages going, ah, that is a lot of wrestling selling. But Max fully, like, puts his whole pussy into it. He was... (laughs) Just, you know, he's like screaming and crying and like he fully makes you think that he's legit been fucked up, which I think he, he has been, <laughs> like, been fucked before. Yeah, kind of has in this case, yeah. 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 I, I don't think there was there was a massive amount of acting in the selling in this match because the dude is is pretty fucking banged up. I just love him so much. <laughs> Why? Um... It, was, it was so good. <laughs> it was such a good match. And it was like, it was interesting to see Max be an underdog yeah because you don't see that very often because it's like oh well he's mjf he's just gonna like use whatever he has at his disposal to win but in this one it was like he did use everything at his disposal to try and win and he was trying so fucking hard and joe was just brushing it off desperation and and yeah and then at the key moment he went to cole to get the dynamite diamond ring because the ref had been knocked out 
and Cole fully did like comedy slapping his cartoon pockets, like, the oh, best man oh. at a wedding shenanigans yeah fuck i've forgotten the ring <laughs> and, uh, yeah that kind of if anything that just confirmed it Did, me, yeah because we've it seen like... it happen before where was it the ring or was it something else that he, like was it the full gear match i think was it the full gear match mm, yeah but he's trying to help max cheat and or yeah, I think it was full gear. Yeah, and and but being too slow about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it it was like oh suspicion, and then we were like for weeks we were in denial about it, going oh maybe <laughs> so it's somebody else. So much just <laughs> desperately trying not to believe it, but uh, unfortunately, yes, he wasted enough time that Joe could get MJF in a submission hold, and the ref lifted up his little hand three times, uh, and he was out, and we crowned a new champion new I champion Samoa Joe I I kind of at the same time I fucking love that Samoa <laughs> Joe's the champ he's such a badass and he's so funny and he's so entertaining that I can't even be that mad yeah like yeah. you know what I mean I, it's like the story that they told was beautiful like it was just a it was a brilliant match it was a really good match i like the story that they told obviously max i think needs to go away for a while and heal up because being world champion is fucking hard as we've seen you know you just pick up injuries because like even if you're not wrestling all the time when you do have a match as champion you tend to go really fucking hard you know because we saw it happen to kenny uh, and I mean, well, Kenny was already pretty banged up to begin with, but at the end of that run, Kenny was fucked. Um, you know, and it's like being the champ is hard fucking work. And I think he's done brilliantly over the past 12 months. Like people kind of turned on him a bit towards the end. And I don't think that was necessarily fair. No. I think if you look at the <laughs> the oeuvre of work that he did during his run, like the matches... There was no duds. No. no duds in there. Fucking brilliant. Brilliant I, I, one, I think. I, 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 I'm just MJF girly till I die. I, I, I love yeah, him. Yeah. Um, but yes, now we have to talk about the thing that nobody wants to talk about, which is at the end of the match, Cole got in the ring and the devil's goons came out as they do and surrounded the ring. And there was just Cole and MJF and their goons grabbed them both and they had them on their knees and they were going to hit them with a chair. And both of them were ye- yelling like, don't hit him, hit me. Don't hit him, hit me. Very heroically. Oh, the brachachos. Oh. And then the lights, <laughs> and then the lights went down. And then the lights went down. And when the lights went up, Cole was sitting in the chair and he did the devil's little head thing, which we've fucking seen so many times. I don't know. I don't, honestly brilliant. don't know how I managed to like get myself into such a state of denial because I have seen, like, I've just, <laughs> I'm really good at this. Uh, then, like, I've seen so many things like that thing with uh, the backstabbing gesture that Cole was doing and like with him smirking in the background and even that fucking picture, like, from all the way back. Whenever it was where they were both sitting in the locker room and the devil mask was on Cole's side, like they've been telling us, and I refused. <laughs> I refused. Yeah, I refused. They've so they that's the thing. They've been dropping massive fucking hints, and it got to the point where I was like, 
Nah, it's it's just all red herrings at this point. I think they, they're making us think it's <laughs> well, Cole and it's somebody else. I think the other thing is that because of Cole's injury, that at first I was like, oh, that's kayfabe, I don't even believe he's injured. Well, it turns out he kind of looks like he was. Yeah. That we were like, well, will they have pivoted and it'll be someone else? And the original plan, whatever it was, has gone out the window. But um, no, they just, uh, all that wheel spinning was because, no, we don't pivot here. No, we're just waiting for... Cole's ankle to be healed enough. Enough, yeah. But because didn't you expect him to like to like kick off that boot and like to have a proper like Kaiser Soze moment of like ah, ha, ha. <laughs> I can walk. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did, but I think the the ankle no, injury is, is genuine. But I, I was yeah. thinking, like, oh, maybe it's healed now. But no, um, no, he was still he was still booted up. He was. But yeah, so he sat in the chair, and the goons pulled off their masks and they were Roddy, the Kingdom and Wardlow, which is no surprise because like not, Wardlow not at all, no. was obvious because of his size and when they his had... His and his hat hair. <laughs> yeah, and his hat hair. And uh, <laughs> uh, I think in the very first week somebody said it looked like the guy, one of the guys in the mask had a neck brace on and um, mm-hmm. when they did the match uh dynamite was it where uh the masked men won the ring of honor tag team belts off of mjf last week it was quite obviously the kingdom won it it, i think like they those masks were so like skin tight to their faces that it was like (laughs) you could see their faces (laughs) (laughs) yeah literally like i was seeing people trying to say like oh that one's got a mustache it might be sean spears whatever and i'm like that's Mike Bennett's no. face. I can see Mike Bennett's entire face. Like, that's my <laughs> Although I did hear that he was, before he decided not to re-up his contract, he, he was apparently going to be one of them. Apparently. Really? Oh, wow. But he so, wasn't that yeah. one. He wasn't that one, because that was the kingdom no. in that match. Uh, yeah, it was and then quite was obviously every- the kingdom, yeah. Fucking AEW posted a photograph of the masked men on their Instagram where... Like when he was walking around, I was like, "That's Mike Bennett." I can see Mike Bennett's face. And then the picture that they posted, I was like, "Well, now I can see Matt Taven's face." Like, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know that I like said before that I'm a Kingdom girly, and I was like, "Oh, I should have known ages ago." But like when it got to that point, it was like, "Why? Why do they even have masks on?" You can, see, I can see their face. Like yeah, you can see yeah. the contours of their face. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Although I I kind of understand the mask being thin. Yeah, yeah. Because, so you can actually like, see I what imagine, you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, like a full face mask to work a match in like that. I imagine it's a nightmare. Yeah, but like there are wrestlers who wrestle in masks. <laughs> Quite famously. Yeah, but they're not. They're not like bank robber sock no. over the head type. No, because the whole problem like, with bank mouthholes. robber sock on your head is that you can see through it. Oh god. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, there is that. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> anyway. Heartbreakingly, Kyle O'Reilly was not one of them. No. But he will no, be one wasn't. day, I believe. One day. I, I think at some point he is going to be added to that I hope faction. so. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Max's face. face. I was torn between, like, I had a very weird reaction to this match because it was like, I was torn between cackling because, oh my God, that's so fucking evil. And just max's little face he was just he's a really good actor he's just he was so heartbroken he was it was just oh i can't believe that we've got here like like honestly my yeah my aw actual fandom started at uh all out 2022 when 
That's fucking wild. Max that is so revealed wild. Revealed himself as the devil, and that was where the the switch flipped from. I guess I can tolerate this too. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. And to get from him doing that like villain reveal to here, where he's just the heartbroken baby face, betrayed by everyone, yeah. is insane. I can't believe that that's happened. <sighs> yeah, it's just I. It, oh man, <laughs> it's like. It was like I I wasn't expecting to have the the sort of emotional reaction that I did. Yeah. Like it was just like oh Max, watch your little face. <laughs> um. But yeah, he's been he's been taken off the roster page. He um, has been taken off the roster page. And in the press conference, uh, Tony was being very vague about it. But I personally. This is just my theory, anyway. Is that he he resigned a little while ago? I think. I don't think he's leaving. I see. I believe that. And Trish and Sarah on their podcast have said, you know, is there anyone left in the world who doesn't believe that Max has resigned? And so I was yeah. happily bopping along, and then <laughs> and then Andy Nevity tweeted something about how I can't even remember what he what he said, but he was just like, yeah, I believe he's gone. I believe he's uh, like he's going to show up at 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 Raw or something. Nah. And, and, nah. And I was just sitting here, and my partner's going, "Well, you know, the thing is, you know, he has had this long title reign, and maybe there's nothing else for him to do at AEW, and maybe he would like more money and more status. And he said recently that he wants to go into acting full time in the next few years, so it would make sense for him to go to WWE, where he would maybe get more of a springboard into that. And I was just like, "Well, now I doubt." <laughs> Yeah. Although I mean I don't know it it does seem to me like um like AEW are making more connections in that direction. So I don't think necessarily that's going to always hold true. And I think also there is too much of a hanging thread there. Yeah. I hope so. With Cole and the de- uh, the like the devil and his demons whatever. So I personally think he'll be back. I think he'll go away, he'll rest, he'll get himself patched up. He might go radio silent for a bit, I imagine. But I don't I don't think he's going. I don't think he's going anywhere myself personally. Uh, I think I think Andy just likes throwing <laughs> the cat amongst he the pigeons. Naughty Andy. Um I I mean, yeah. I I don't I I mean I I would be surprised I I think I would be surprised if he went I think maybe he was he's probably at least got another contract run I left in him so. at AW first. The other thing that makes me sad though is you uh, read his Players Tribune article that was published like the day before. I did, and there were bits in that where he was saying like, "Oh, I know there's some MJF fatigue, and you know maybe I need to go away for a bit and stuff," and I, I just. I felt so sad. And I know it's like semi kayfabe that kind of stuff anyway, but like Yeah. Just yeah. But I but I know that in spite of everything that is MJF, like that he is a little like overthinky, anxious guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's ADHD. ADHD. Sensitivity I, I, disorder and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the one. It's um it does make life hard. <laughs> from experience it does make life hard um and i think yeah if you're sort of i think that's gotten better as i've gotten older but the thing is like max is still in his mid-20s yeah. you know so it it's probably i mean i'm at an age now where i am at the point where i'm like you know what? i don't give a shit like 
I just fuck it. But I think at that age, you are very conscious of what people think of you and people's opinions of you would maybe dig a little deeper than necessarily it does when you're a bit older and you're kind of more used to it. So, yeah, I think I think that as as sort of semi kayfabe as that article was, I think there was a lot of realness in there. It just makes my heart hurt a little bit. It's yeah, it was it was heartbreaking. It was genuinely heartbreaking. And I can't you know, what I mean, even though deep down, I think we always knew that they were just holding on before it could be revealed to be Cole. I still think it was a really good reveal. Yeah, they yeah, they did a good job. Like even even like with that, like even though you know, like deep down, it was like it's definitely going to be cold. When the lights came up and you sat on that chair, I was like, yeah, so well because he's another one who can fucking act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They there is low key a fair few decent actors on that roster, and um, and I think. That is why they sort of managed to pull the reactions out of me that maybe like WWE didn't mm. in the past because it was like it's it's acting but it's it's kind of more realistic acting like there's a lot more subtle stuff it's not just huge gestures all the time it's just you know like like I always say about Hangman like yeah it, it, he's very good at subtle stuff like little face changes and mannerism yeah, changes yeah, yeah. and things that that get over what he's thinking and feeling without actually saying it like yeah it was just it was good shit it was it really was good, good shit. shit i enjoyed I'm it i'm giving this five broken hearts that's how i feel no <laughs> sulky Aww. and like i did go into a bit of a slightly maudlin place where i was like but we're going into a new year and especially because it ended at on that note and like him having this shit it was a big downer like, ending wasn't it yeah da- such a downer for like your new year's fucking pay-per-view yeah and so now we're starting the new year and we have no mjf we have no kenny we have currently have no bucks we have no fucking idea where hangman is um Sting's on his way to uh, the Although, time. go on. I will say, for Hanger, the the demons put him through a car. So oh, yeah. He's got shit coming, <laughs> I think. Wait, hold that thought. Hold that thought. I need to get out the sad things first, but hold, put a pin in that. Don't let that I'll go. Put a pin in Don't that. let that go. Okay. Right, no MJF, no Kenny, no Bucks, no Hanger. Chuck and Mark Davis still out, injured. Don't know when they're coming back. Sting is just doing his goodbye tour. Danielson's in his final year. And, you know, yeah. we're getting all these fucking, not to open this can of worms again, but the potential for allegations on backstage things uh, being investigated. Yeah. So that felt like darkness, darkness, darkness. Why am I, I hate yeah. this, I hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be like that man from the fast show who just paints black all over yeah. the canvas and just goes crazy. Black! Black! Yeah! black. <laughs> in the cellar and feed me pins! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's very that isn't it it's, it's definitely a downer yeah you take mjf uh, away from me and you might as well yeah but but we are not aw we don't have to end on a downer so things that are good so the thing that i asked you to put pin in just now is yes yes hanger has beef with the devil the devil is adam cole who is a heel again who yeah you know we never trusted babyface adam cole anyway but no 
having little shit callback is delightful and the the prospect that like the hangman could get involved in that is fucking delightful delightful yeah. like yeah. hi yes feed me that <laughs> yeah with a spoon thank you very much <laughs> yeah i mean because they they all chucked him through a car so you yes. know they all gotta oh, die now yeah please yes please <laughs> yes please uh the person who runs the matt jackson out of context uh twitter account had been dming with the buck's dad and he was like yeah they're coming back big plans they will be back with you know whatever they're up to shit's going down yeah so that's exciting i did um i feel like they maybe had to pivot with the books a little bit because i have a feeling they were going to come back as heels and um lose kenny and jericho their tag match yeah which is this has all gone out the window anyway that's all gone out the window so like i i think maybe yeah that they things had to be reworked and and stuff and shit happens unfortunately you can't control people getting sick and you so so the bucks could come back and be good boys and they could team up with hanger and take on the devil or they could i'm gonna hyperventilate they could come back as as bad boys and we could have like some super quick antics oh yeah this is this is my thing is like because i don't necessarily think that the the current crew the devil's posse i don't think it's necessarily going to stay with that core sort of five people no, because what do we know about adam cole more than anything in the world is that he's very bad at having friends especially multiple friends and yeah we could be seeing roddy in the kingdom and the bucks all squabbling over adam cole again it could be and good i loved it when it, it happened with good. red dragon and i would love it again <laughs> yeah Please. yeah i i would be into that i would that's the thing as well it's like it's like i've said before i kind of want to break the elite up again and then have them do the reunion again but better yeah. Yeah. so yeah that could be an ideal way to do that is like you know if, they, if the books come back heel then um then that kind of aligns sort of the books on one side hangman kenny and abushi on well, the other I can feel at this point in time, I can I can hear Emmy screaming at us. And I'm sure you can too. The distant screaming from, where is she, Texas? Um, like, yes, Hangman could come back heel and we could get Adam squared. We could, ha- we could have that. But it doesn't actually make sense currently, I would say. Because the, the devil and that are heels, he's going to have beef with the devil... Like for now, uh, I don't think it's happening. They could kiss and make up. But I they also, could kiss and make I up. Al- <laughs> I'm not seeing it myself. I'm I'm not seeing it. They threw him into a car. Okay. Like <laughs> real glass, cry me a river. <laughs> yeah, real glass. Um, it's it, thing is, it's at the minute. Yes, I could see it happening at some point. I can't see it happening right now, just purely because of the way things are positioned. Okay. Like. <laughs> The devil and the demons took out Hangman. Yeah, they did. They are obviously the heels. Okay. So we can know. put him on the on the side of good and we, we don't know where the bucks will land. We don't currently, but I th- I think they're going to come back here because I, well, I hope they do because I absolutely fucking love heel bucks. They're just little shit houses, and I love it. They're just little mean little shit houses, and it's great. Yeah. But I also like the idea of Hangman being kind of like a tweener. Yeah kind of like a, a sort of 
he does what he does and he's got his reasons for doing it whether he whoever he's gonna beat up like it depends it depends on your perspective like kind of like the way mox does it's like mox is mox and who he's beating up is whether you see him as a heel or a face or not so i could see that with hangman like him being sort of a almost like a dark horse character mm. who almost the sheriff almost yeah. of aew but like a slightly maverick sheriff who will just do things sometimes that make you think oh is he a heel is he a face we don't know on the other hand i wouldn't be opposed to face hangman devil cole and the bucks like in the middle torn between the two both of them kind of standing yeah. there going pss, 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 pss. <laughs> Yeah, because if if there's anything we know, it's that the books are basically just a couple of (laughs) and you just have to stand there shaking a bag of dreamies and go, come on, come on, and then see (laughs) which one they pick. Just don't know. But I mean, to be fair, they generally, as a general rule, they always pick Kenny, which Mm. is like, I think I think that could be maybe they don't this time. Maybe maybe they do something different this time. That could be interesting. But we could we could we could bat them back and forth between the two Adams until Kenny's better. We could do that. We could do that, yeah. Um, basically, we just love to fantasy book massive storylines for the elite because we just want to see our guys. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> yeah. I, know if, I think at this point, 30 episodes in at this point, and if you don't know what we're about... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, other good things. Uh are we going to get Samoa Joe in a feud with Swerve? Because potentially Swerve's saying not wasting his time anymore. He wants that belt. I'd be up for that. That'd be a good feud. That would be a really good feud, I think. Yeah, I I would be into that for sure. Although I do maintain that Swerve is a brilliant heel and he should stay as such. Oh, yeah, that's true. <sighs> the fucking face heel but alignment they thing. Could run it, mm. <laughs> but they could run a heel versus heel program quite easily because people like cheering joe and yeah so i don't think it really matters that much i hope not yeah because i kind of forgot about that i'm just like let's let these two men be dicks to each other it's fine (laughs) yeah but that's the thing because they're both they're both like heels they could be total dicks to each other great fun and and that would be wonderful so yeah I'm, i'm i'm completely down for that for sure I'd be up for that. That would be fun. Uh, I We can have some more time for Orange Cassidy to finally finish his story now he's got that fucking curse. Yeah. Oh, that's the other guy that I miss is Ray Phoenix. Um, yeah, Ray's been else gone a long time. Making me sad. There's so many guys mm. that I want back. Yeah, and Pac. I miss Pac. So many guys. Where is Pac? But the, 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 the thing with there being so many guys that we love and miss is... Hey, look at me, fucking optimism girl over here. Is that the day <laughs> will come when, and we might not even know that it's coming, and then we'll hear their music, and there they will be, and we'll be so happy. Yeah, <laughs> this is the thing. Wrestling is a constantly moving thing. Like, eventually everybody's gonna be back, and it's gonna be fine. Like, you just have to sort of ride it out. And and I think maybe this is the thing. Maybe it's just because I've been watching this shit for like thirty years. You've just you just got to ride out people people get injured people go away for a while and come back and you know it's it's just one of those things you've just got to go with it yeah. and hope for the best and and that's that's pretty much what I'm going into the new year with is like you know the what we're going to get will be good and you know the people who are missing will come back and 
you know, injuries are rarely permanent unless they're really, really severe. You know, so everybody eventually will be back yeah. at some point and, and we just got to ride out we and see do. what happens. We still have guys, like we still have Mox, Claudio, Utah. they're all still here. Yeah, and yeah, as yeah. As far yeah. as I know, they're all okay. Like Daniel Garcia's now getting his moment. That's exciting. Um, will yeah. Ospreay is like imminent in the next couple of months. Like, yeah, yeah. February, good, I think. Good he's, shit he's coming. doing his... Yeah. Yeah, he's doing his bits at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Is it this weekend, Wrestle it Kingdom? It is the fourth, I believe. So yeah, yes. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to drop a tenner on because I had to for budgetary reasons I have to get rid of my new subscription for a bit. So uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be getting that back for at least for a month to watch Wrestle Kingdom because that'll be a good match as well. There's a three way, isn't there, between Mox, Osprey, and oh, David Finley. Finley? Yeah, yes, Fuck. yeah. So. That'll be interesting to see because it's two eight now AEW talents versus uh, David Finlay. I do have a funny feeling that Dave Finlay's going to take yes. it, but that match will be great anyway. Like that match will be really good. So uh, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom's shaping up to be a good one. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to be optimistic about. I think I think I don't think people need to. No. Go into the swamp of sadness and, and be all doom and gloom about <laughs> no, it. There are not, a lot we're of not things. going into swamp of sadness. We're going into 2024 with hope and belief and love and our fingers firmly crossed that Tony Khan is telling the truth when he tells us he has big plans for the women's division, that he's going to yeah. be bringing in big name free agents. We've got Mariah May going to make her debut. Tony Storm is like yeah. more over than she's ever been. Thunder Rose is back. Riho's back. Abaddon smashing it. Julia Hart's building a coven with Sky Blue. Willow Nightingale, Chris Statlander, Hikaru Shida are all fucking awesome. Jamie Hayter might be nearly ready to come back. Like, we can have And on top of everything. that potentially mercedes well yeah see we just uh, we could we could be in for the most amazing wrestling show of our lives <laughs> yeah yeah that's the thing i'm i am fully optimistic as to where everything's going at the minute i think while this pay-per-view i don't think was the best one they've ever done but they they've been on such a run of bangers yeah. since all in the pay-per-views have been great like, I, maybe be, since Forbidden Door, actually, the pay-per-views have been good. So not every one is going to be a hit. And I think people need to sort of learn to sit with that. I mean, like, because I, in the before time, in the long, long ago, WWE was the only show in town. And they could do a run of really shit pay-per-views. <laughs> yeah, no and choice. And it was like... <laughs> No choice but to watch it. That That's the thing. You had no choice. Now we do have a choice. And you have to kind of understand that not every single event is going to be a hit. It's just not. It's impossible. Yeah. Especially with people being keep injured up a hit rate like at that. the last minute. All this shit going down. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff going against this show. And it was, again, unfortunately, it was stuff that was out of people's control. And it was stuff that is not actually about the wrestling. It's about other stuff outside of the wrestling that um, that kind of fucked up the vibe a bit. But it's it's like it happens. Like, and I think we all need to sit with that and learn to live with it. That like sometimes it, it you're just gonna have an off night, 
and it happens and, and it's, it's fine. Not even like I'm looking at our it's not heart the end ratings, of the world. Like especially those last four matches, we've been like extremely positive about them. So yeah. yeah. It was it was it was a, a not to be old football pundit, but it was a game of two halves. Like, <laughs> it was a game of two halves, yeah. Like did I think the back end of that pay per view totally saved it for yeah. me. Like I mean, those last three matches were worth the fifteen quid I spent on it. There so and tomorrow Orange Cast is gonna be on dynamite, so everything's good in the world. He's yeah. What a fucking workhorse that man is. God bless Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he's not on this card and still managed to talk about him. <laughs> yes. Well, he put in a little appearance, he did. didn't he? So it's fine. He did. He did. Uh, yeah. He's just, yeah, he's, he's, he's just, he's a workhorse and he's, you can reliably get a banger with Orange Cassidy every single time. So um, I think also the thing is, I think he, now that the C2 is over, we can go back a bit more to, like, because he was a proper, last time he had the international title, he was a proper, like, workhorse champ and did, like, a match every single week, depending, you know, on any show, he just had a match for the title. Um, So I think probably we can we can go back to that yeah. a bit. And, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what matches they have and I'm excited to see where the storyline's going from here and... There's a lot to be optimistic Fuck about. Yeah. I think people have a a tendency to be a bit chicken little about things. Like a few things go wrong, and it's like, oh, it's the end of the world. It's like it's literally, it's literally not. not. Like it's not chill. the end of the. It's not chill. the end of anything. It literally <laughs> is world's end, but it's not the end of the world. And also, we've got no pay per views now until March, so there is plenty of time to build yeah. to to things and you know uh i'm sure we'll get some good defenses out of joe i don't know potentially could we get joe versus swerve at revolution Ooh, maybe maybe we don't maybe. know um you know eventually at some point kenny's gonna be on the mend and back it's, it's all, all good. good i think it's all good it is all good like you just can't it's don't make a drama out of a crisis <laughs> is, is what i say exactly Right then, great, happy days. <laughs> Everyone's all good. I'm feeling much better. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck I yeah, like, bring it on, think... more wrestling. All right, cool. On that <laughs> note, you can follow us. Oh, fucking hell, we are at two and a half hours. Yeah, I am, I am outroing. Right, <laughs> follow us on <laughs> X, Blue Sky, Instagram or YouTube at Waffly Bollocks. Email wafflybollocks at gmail.com. We would love to know what you think. Uh, you can rate, review, subscribe, do all the things. And you can buy t-shirts at co-fee.com slash wrestletrash slash shop. And that will all be in Yay! our podcast info. And we will be back in our normal schedule very soon. Yes, yeah. Saturday, probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we will see you then. So, uh, bye. Bye, love you. Bye. Bye.